the B movie? I don't think I've ever seen it. It's basically, you know, it's funny because it's basically just one long episode of Seinfeld, but it's B. Oh, no way. Have you not seen it? No, I've only seen, like, pieces of it. Oh, no, it, like, nah, dude, it's a, it is a long episode of Seinfeld, but it's just B. <coughs> like, see, I knew he would take it. <laughs> leave, All right. Leave me alone. Hello, this is, Garrett. We're, we're holding the microphones. I guess that means we're, I think there's no way to, like, hold this. It's hold like a normal person. Don't overthink it, man. <laughs> hold the so here we go. This yes. is the natural, podcast now. Natural Mike. Natural yeah. Mike. Natural Mike. Just natural Mike. Natty Mike. Natty Mike. <laughs> See, I wish we had, you know, we were so close to having three headphones. We were just one shy. Honestly, I don't think we need it. I mean, the sound always ends up. Better than you think, anyway, without it. What do you think yeah. I use them for? The headphones? Mm-hmm. Just to make sure that you hear what is going to be recorded? So we only hear each other. <coughs> like no distractions? Yeah. Oh. What distractions do we have today? Just Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> See, we got Gibson there. Um, yeah. Tony, Matt, thanks for coming on the show. Also, thank you for being here. Of course. Yeah, bro. It's a good time. Thanks for moving the schedule around. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, this is the first time I've ever done three people, you know, on this oh. thing, so it's going to be cool. Really? Oh, man. You should Neat. feel, you know, you should feel blessed. I feel like that's still pretty low for you, Matt. Is oh, it? Again? All right, there you go. Yeah, it'll be all right. Let me, I'm going to turn it up just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I might want to do that. Just want to turn mine up. I'm gonna turn the whole thing up so it gets closer to that yellow. Check one, two, check, check. 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 Yeah, I think, I think we should good. be good with that. I'll yeah. try to not. Thanks for checking, Tony. Check. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I was fine. I'm just trying he to, wants to hold that as far away from his mouth as possible. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't <laughs> want to <laughs> hold you know it here. Been, you know? Like you know, I did. I, I want to be comfortable. I was gonna do stands, but I only have two stands. Right. Yeah. Did he did he tell you what to bring? I like remember the headphone message as soon as I could like, have brought here. mic stand, headphones, and another one of these. Yeah. We're so prepared, right? Well, you I know, know that's what happens. Yeah. We're just we we're just wait for next time, you know, next time. But yeah. we're a couple of musicians. Isn't it just only like fitting that we don't have everything we need? Yep. That's very true. And then we make the best with what we got. Yeah. Actually, it's like yeah. our job. Yep. Do you know how many times Matt's amp? Has been fucked up, like oh, not dude. just like during sound check, <laughs> but during the two minutes that we're prepping to go on stage. He goes, "I don't have any sound out of my amp," and we're yeah. like, "I'm like, what? Yeah, that's happened. I, like, I want to. How many times has that happened? Like more than I would more, like to count. Yeah, man. that's this dude. His <laughs> the the tendency for his shit to not have any sound. It would uh, always gave go- me a heart attack. Between <laughs> Oliver never being on fucking time and Matt's shit not working, I was like, I just hope we get through that- the whole session without any fucks. You know? Without any fucks, yeah. Without That's exactly fucks. why I got rid of the fucking app. Take because lit- you're not wrong. It was like every other show there was something that was going on with it. So you're Marshall? Yeah, it was the Marshall boy. I think it was just like the effects loop was like really, really just not good <laughs> so like one thing would be off 
it blew like two, like it blew the one of the biases like twice. Was it old? No, it was brand new. <laughs> it was like came out like 2018. Yeah, okay. Like 40, right? Yeah, what the DSL. It? It's like a DSL 40 yeah. CR, something like that. It reminds me of a camera. Well, name. this is a good plug for Marshall right now. Oh yeah, dude, we're <laughs> we're we're getting sponsored like tomorrow, dude. Well, it's not like I mean, truthfully, just buy a Helix. Uh-huh. No. Yeah, I was gonna say truthfully, like. <laughs> We don't even use amps anymore, so no. Everyone's got Helix Line Six. The guy, uh, well, the bass player for Pitch Meeting, I forget his name. Uh, yeah. But he's he uses the quad for his bass, and then uh, one of the guitar players had, I think it was a Line Six, but I forget what it was. Running into a, oh, well, sorry, he was running into a, a deluxe reverb. I've seen a lot, like a lot of people still use amps. They use like the HX stops. They're just right. like just the effects yeah. that yeah. Line Six puts out. Without any like processing, hello. You have something to say? Mm. Huh. You have something to say? <laughs> That's Maybe can try to chew on that. Not yeah. this. He's like, all right, yeah. yeah. Tony, you got the ball rolling. Just let Gibson chew his shoes. I didn't think he would <laughs> chew the lace off of my shoe. He's like, That's mine. He's like, This is great. Can we have four on this? I thought he was just gonna nibble on it. <laughs> was that Gibson? Nah, dude. Uh, belongs to him. We were talking about amps. Yeah, oh, ampless. Yeah. Oh my god! So many times. <laughs> I think the worst one was. Um, remember when we played? Uh, it was Burning Bridge. We were outside, and like it literally like died. died. Yeah, but that that was your old. That was, yeah, that was, that my was old your one. silver tone. No, I bought the silver tone to replace the Fender. Remember that? The, it was the it was I was running the the Hot Rod Deville. Oh yeah. Yeah, and like. Ten minutes before we that's were supposed right. to start, oh that, my, like, yeah, that's fully right. died, and I'm like, I have just enough time to run home. And I think you guys were like starting the first song by the time I got my silver tone set up. It was like down to the wire. I want to talk about down to the wire. I got one. Uh, when we were at, uh, was it the Eagle Eagleton Eagle View? It was like one of the last big shows we had in PA. Englewood. Englewood. Sorry. Anglewood, yeah. yeah, Englewood. Um, we were backstage. He told me to like hit record on the camera on the opposite side of the room. You remember this? I do remember this. So I have to get through the crowd, and people are trying to stop me and say hi. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. we got to go. We're starting the show. We're starting the show. And I run to the camera, and I'm like, oh, okay, just hit the record button. We're good to go. I go to try to hit record. It's not recording. I'm like, how the fuck does this camera work? And I'm like, I'm trying to hit every button, and then I move the camera, and I'm like, now I don't even know if I'm on the right, like, like recording a video setting because I've never seen this camera. I start sweating. I hear the music come in. I have an ear in, so I'm listening to like the pre-show shit. And then I hear Ollie say, Tony, where you at? Get to the stage. And I'm like, fuck. And I like grab like two people. And I'm like, if you can figure out how to get this camera to record, I will love you forever. I need to get on stage. And they're like, oh, okay. I guess they never figured it out. Meanwhile, I'm sprinting back to the stage. like, And I pop my ears in. I quick grab my guitar. And I hear like the count in is starting for the, I forget what the first song was as soon as i can plug in turn up my volume and hit the chord like for the big drop after after we will rock you yeah we're still doing that not yeah. that i needed to hit that chord yeah. but like you still did but like you did it anyway like literally volume up bam i had just enough time to get back and i but i never hit record <laughs> yeah. didn't we have like one camera that day like, yeah it was on the corner over here yeah, it got something at least. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of moments for it. Gibson, 
No. You can't have the Velcro boy. Hey. Yeah, you get that. Uh, there's so many times, and I get it's. I'm sure it's just part of every musician's journey, you know, that where. Oh, you're there's always like, those moments you're not gonna forget. Yeah, what's the worst one you think? Oh. For you guys? Well, for anybody, what's the worst like last minute like? I don't know if we're going to make – if we're going to be playing this show or whatever. Like, what's the worst moment like that? Oh, man. I don't, next time next time I come on here, I'm going to bring my book, Worst Gig Ever. Have I told you about that? Have you read yeah. – I have no. not heard about this. Um, worst Gig Ever. It's got, like, I don't know how many stories from every single, like, major performing artist that I've ever seen or, or cared about. I should yeah. just say that. Yeah. Um, from you know pop stars to like blues guys or whatever like from, I don't know whatever Grateful Dead and John Mayer and all I don't know so yeah sounds the, like you don't know the only the only two bands that I really care about well, it depends that exist right but um so and it has it broken up by chapters so like weather um, bad gear wrong show uh, and so in that chapter of like bad weather it'll have like ten bands and like inclement weather causing a terrible gig well, I mean, we for their a, worst gig ever. We had a bad weather experience. Were you there for that? For what? No, I don't know. So we played a it was like a watermelon festival down in Maryland. Or I would re- I would remember that. Okay, so <laughs> well we did. Well, I should I say we played. We did not play. We showed um, up. We showed up. It was I mean the, from the get go it was bad because like we showed up we had no shade and it was like 105 degrees out this day. So like by the time we're done sound checking everything's already overheating and we're like. So they, they went and got us, like, gazebos. I think they literally went to Walmart and bought three of them. The pop-up tents? Yeah, like the, the pop-up gazebos. And they were tr- we were trying to, like, set these up on top of the semi-trailer that they brought us to play on as a stage. And, like, by the time I get this, there's, like, someone – I think it was Oliver said, yeah, just, they just issued, like, a tornado watch. Yeah. So, oh like, gosh. you know, we're waiting. We're, you know, walking around grabbing food and stuff. And then the, sty- the sky just starts getting black. Yeah. <laughs> And we're like, shit, none of these are tied down, and neither of them, none of them have walls. It, it, like, they're literally just like the pop-up gazebo tents. Right. Yep. So, needless to say, we get hammered, <laughs> right? This is with with we weather. The, this is when we had the Class C RV. Yeah, we had the RV. So the overhead RV park, so, park right behind the city. So, like, I want to say maybe 15, 20 minutes before it starts raining, we go into panic mode. So, we toss everything we possibly can back into the RV. So, like, all the guitars, stuff like that, stuff that'll fit. And then, you know, the wind kicks in and immediately destroys all these gazebos. So we're out there with literally just the tarps from them, holding them down over Oliver's drum set in the QSC so nothing gets wet. Oh, my We rode God. out the entire storm outside holding these things down. And it's not like you're undercover, right? You're just holding down. Yeah. I remember being like – it was a, I think it was, a, it was a mod. Oliver and I were holding down this one top. Was a mod there? Yeah, mod was there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were holding that one tarp, and we're like, "Dude, this is not going to end." <laughs> it was it was the craziest experience. It was like, because so how long did the storm last? It was probably what like half hour, forty five. I was going to say probably thirty. Minutes. It felt like like two hours. I honestly. guess the lucky dude, it could have lasted the whole day. Yeah, well, right. Yeah. I mean, by the time it was all said and done, we weren't playing. <laughs> but like we were just trying not to. They were really trying to be like, "What if you guys just wait?" Because the storm rolled, and it was just, like, a uh, fucking mess. I'll have to so, show you the video, because, like, I got, like, an aftermath shot. Uh, did you really? Oh. Yeah, it was. So, you were, 
the lady, I can't remember. They're super nice. They're very nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody was super (laughs) pleasant about it, but, like. And she was like, do you guys think if you wait it, like, another hour you could play? I'm like, no. (laughs) Everybody had already left. Yeah, like, no. It was a mud fest out there. I'm surprised. Like, if we would have waited, the RV probably would have got fucking stuck. (laughs) Yeah, it was rough, man. It was, I just remember being under Oliver's uh, drum tent. Because it, it was the drums and something else. Oh, yeah, you were, like, up on the trailer in the center holding it down, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Where were you That's at? A, I was on the, like, I was, like, flipping between, like, pushing water out and helping him out. Uh, I was on the front lines, man. Yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> front, we were battling the enemy. Yeah. I was, right. like, pushing. Holding, holding strong. Yep. Keeping that water out, you know? Yeah, that's, it was, uh. That was probably, like, the worst thing that happened that wasn't our fault, I would say. The worst thing that happened wasn't. I'd like to hear the worst thing that happened that was your fault. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a good one. Does <laughs> anything come to mind? Oh man, what do you? Th- I can't think. Well, of it depends what yep. we consider. Yeah, what, do, what do you classify? Our is it fault? like messing up on stage? Is it like equipment? What, what what's another? If someone's if someone like if someone was too drunk or like someone's gear was bad or like a, a horrible string break, I what's guess your, that uh, the categories in the book. Um, like, I don't. I, don't cl- I wouldn't classify like a string breaking as like mm-hmm. bad. Well, uh, there was one story by Tenacious D, and Jack Black is describing that uh, they opened. They were like a surprise opener for surprise openers never go well for somebody like I don't know Pantera or somebody, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so the, they kept plugging that then and like marketing like surprise guest, surprise guest, and everyone was hoping for like another band like that, right? So they're like, oh, fucking Pantera and, well, I don't know. Who goes along with Pantera? Rancid. Uh, no, Rancid's California, like, Scott Punk. So uh, it doesn't matter. They, they yeah. get to the yeah, show. Anthrax. That's what I was saying. There you go. Okay. So, and, and there's the big reveal. Who runs on stage? Goofy-ass Jack Black. No offense. I fucking love him. I love Tenacious D. But it, he describes in the book that um, they get on stage and they were not about like this borderline satirical kind of band when they're like they those people are there to like blow off steam and yeah. get rowdy. Yeah. Not that you can't get rowdy to tenacious D, but when it's a surprise guest and you're expecting like um something fitting. Yeah. But then that's not their fault. That's No. No, that's that was side of the book. That, that wasn't that wasn't their fault. One that wasn't their fault. Yeah, that was, that was one that wasn't oh, gotcha. their, their fault. I mean, there were things like um just like problems with the bus or a van, weather was a like a big chapter. Gear was another one. Like uh, I forget what band said that some somebody almost died because when they went on the mic they got like shocked because oh, the wiring. Was, um, that was Metallica, wasn't it? Probably I don't know. Probably they, they definitely had a story in there. Like yeah, like the mic wasn't grounded or some shit. And the yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, stuff like that. So not necessarily like it was a bad show, yeah. but like just things that made that whole event bad. Let me add, let's let's do this. Can, do you know what the subjects were in that book? I'll I'll like, just look it up. Yeah, I'm sure I can find up. the chapter. We Pull can just up. like kind of go through, through our own shows. I would love that. That'd just be so open the <laughs> Download the ebook. <laughs> that would be so much fun. <laughs> this is now I, story time with Tony Gentili. Hell yeah! Because I feel like we cover we cover at least one or two chapters easy. Oh, yeah, we can you get know. through it, you know. Let me find out. There um, will be a quiz on Friday. So, you know. Worst gig ever. Yeah, I think I'm finding it. The 
can need help with something now. I can literally come with you. He's really good at sounding things out. Well, the whole first chapter is wrong venue. Oh, hang on. I think wrong I got venue. Th- I don't think we've ever. There it is. Okay. So wrong venue, insane fans. Okay, hold on. Do we have any wrong venue ones? I don't think we do. Do you, Tony? Yeah, but really? it was like it's like um, it wasn't that big a deal because I wasn't too far. Yeah. But I was like forty minutes away, so it was uh, hogs something hog. Three hogs. Three hogs. Oh, you. I was just opening like, for you guys with Tyler. Yeah, you oh. guys went to. Pro- I'm guessing you went to the city one. I took Tyler to the wrong yeah. three hogs. I remember, and then when we were playing um, Blue Ridge, Eric and Carol went to the one up in Dauphin County yeah. instead of the one down that's in. Right. That's the. I think that's the only time where I didn't have like an exact address, and I was just like three hogs in my phone, and it took yeah. me to the closest yeah, one. It was no. never like all of us at the yeah. same time. I no. think. I think that'd be that's something that'd be easier to do down here. Wrong venue? Yeah, like where you have some, where it, like if you're a Broadway band and you have so many things booked at the same time, like you can accidentally get one mixed up. I, I Ooh, that could it. happen. I could see that. It, like it's, I think it's one of the harder ones to do because that's just that's just bad. Well, yeah. how, how many places like is someone really going to show up to like the wrong old red, for example? No, I'm just like there's bands that are playing on Broadway. You know, three shows a day. If that, you know, like that's tr- yeah. So like you know, you have when you have a full schedule like that. It's easier to happen. To get it mixed up. Yeah. Oh, just mixing up, like, not like, oh, I went to the wrong three hogs, but, like, I, I went to Tootsie's instead of... Yeah, like, you get your schedule mixed up if you're playing. Okay, yeah, places. sure, that, no, that makes way more yeah. sense. Tony and I kind of did that when we first played Whiskey Shot. Oh, well, we were just on the wrong floor. Yeah. <laughs> that place was so confusing, dude. It's, like... It's, uh, great. It was great. <laughs> well, the guys behind the stage I were, like, heard, oh. Like, this yeah. is full. Yeah. This is a different yeah, set. We were over waiting, here. and we we're like, I saw these guys like kind of hanging out there. Like, hey, who's up next? And they're like, we're up next. Like, oh, then where are we going? They're like, go upstairs. That's. They took a bit to get that information. Yeah, I don't know. It was. Yeah, I don't think we've necessarily had any wrong venue. Is like bad information a chapter in that? Bad. Oh well, hang on. Let me just rattle them off. Wrong okay. venue. Insane fans, dangerous malfunctions. So that's probably what happened with. Oh, and it has the bands listed under each one. Communication breakdown. I don't know what that means. That could be bad uh, information. Chapter five is Mother Nature Wrath. <laughs> Mother Nature's Wrath. So that's the weather one. Yeah. Six is just oops. So I don't know what that is. Seven is violence. And eight is it's all good. So I don't know what the hell would fall into those categories. Probably just like miscellaneous stories that you can't really all right, what's number put your two? chapter. Insane fans. Hmm. You got you got any Matt? <coughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Lauren was an insane fan. Yes, she was. <laughs> Following me around the whole. That's you time. know what a creepy what a creepy point. woman. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, She's still around, you know? I just had that yeah. one video of the lady that was, like, grabbing on you during the show. Yeah. Oh, at Mike's? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that was... Like, during the show. Yeah, I'm just going to, like, grab onto the lead singer and pull him out into the audience. Yeah. Was that the same... Was that the same girl who was, like... I don't say girl. She's, you know, older. But, like, was, she was wearing, like, a sheer dress that you could see right through. No. Where was that was the same... Was that, that was at Mike's, too. Was that the same chick? You, you, Tony, yeah. I think Tony... No, this stuff. was an older lady. Yeah. Like, yeah, same. Oh, yeah, well, it wasn't her. She, no. She was at that same show, so. I'm sure I can find the video pretty easily, because I haven't sent Lauren too many videos. Yeah, so it's probably on there. <coughs> Add it to the list. 
Yeah, I don't think we've had any like super super crazy fan stories that like affected a show. Mm. You know, I I'm guessing that's like the level they're at in the book, like where they get affected. to a point where like it, ru- yeah, yeah where, like, like ruins, um, the, ruins the, the event. I I played with a group that told me that when they play a specific place, they have to like rope off a certain area because the people are kind of that crazy there, and they will yeah. bang on the bus and like demand that the like the artist comes out because they're friends. And I'm like, so you're funny. serious. I was like, it's that bad. And they're All like, my friends yeah. have restraining orders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've only had like. Three bad hecklers. Hecklers. I don't know if we have hecklers. Well, the the last guy wasn't really a heckler. He just started getting kind of demanding. But it wasn't like here. It was in Pennsylvania. This was in Fleetwood. I was playing with Tyler. And um, the guy was messed up on something. I don't think he was just drunk. Um, But he, like, in between every song, he just kept yelling out that he wanted me to solo for him. Oh, I remember you telling me. Did I tell you this? Have I told you this? I don't think I've heard this one. He t- um, so he was a friend of the friends that came to see us. I didn't know this guy. And in between songs, he was just yelling at me to solo. And I said, um, eventually I addressed him and I said, you know, like every song I'm soloing, like you don't have to tell me to solo. He's like, no, 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 no. Just like, it, just like solo for me like right now. And I'm like, What? And I just did like some little casual lick. Smoke on the water. Yeah, I should have. Oh man, oh that would have been way better. No, but I just thought like I'd shut him up and I'll just do like this one little lick, a little run, and then he'll be quiet. But then he, I, I did that, and he was like, "No, dude, bro, like, dude, you I know you can just it, like, man. yeah." And he just wanted more. <coughs> so I'm like, you know, the next song has a pretty good solo. Maybe, maybe you'll like that. Play the song, you know, next song, and he keeps asking me to solo, and I said, you know, bro, like. I, I appreciate you, and it means a lot. I can tell, like, you're really into the show, but, like, I'm not, I'm not just going to, like, sit here and, like, solo for you. Like, we have, we're going to go on with the show. He he persisted. I started getting mad because now I'm repeating myself, and I just hate repeating myself. Um, so eventually I snapped out at him, and I, like, stood up, and I had to pop out, and then, you know, I was like, and I was like, bro, like, stop fucking telling me to solo. You're not, like, I'm not your dancing monkey. And then he was just like, I just wanted to hear you so. And I snapped and I was like, what the fuck did I just say? Like, I'm a, like a dad talking to my, like my, my kid that's misbehaving. And I'm like, I like kind of screamed this in front of the stage and there's people watching. So like, I was a little embarrassed, but the guy shut up and then his friends took him out of there. So yeah, I'm glad I said something, yeah. but like I, he was like right in front of the stage, like yelling at me for like half of the show. And his friends weren't saying anything for some reason. And I'm like, if if I brought my buddy to a show and he got drunk enough that he's like, I don't know, I, clearly disturbing the band, I would take him out. And I have done that to a buddy of mine. I've had a. <clears throat> have you ever had a friend of yours try to get up on stage with you because they thought it was cool? I don't think. I don't think so. There was some girl uh, at HVAC, like I think it might have been Matt's birthday, I don't know, but we, they were in the crowd before and they were like, I'm going to get up on stage. I'm like, okay. And like, joking. And then all of a sudden, it was like the first song and this girl just walks up on stage and Lauren sees her and like runs and pulls her off slowly. 
Wait, Lauren pulls her off slowly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's on security. Yeah. No, this girl she's just great for that. Say I, don't, I don't know. I, that, that night's kind of a blur for me. Yeah. So, could have happened. You could have had a bunch of people on stage, dude. I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know what Englewood, uh, that chick hopped up on the barrel in oh, front. Oh, yeah. But that was like. I remember yeah, that. That was like not on stage, on stage. Yeah. That's something we get at Old Red a lot, though, people trying to hop up. Really? Do you let them sometimes? <laughs> no. I think. <laughs> Ever? It, no. Is it the I, whole unless coyote it's like, ugly it's, vibe? Unless it's somebody getting up there to, like, saying something. Yeah. Or, like, you know, it was a, an if arrangement they're, between. They're a part of the show. Yeah. If it was an arrangement between the band. Yeah. Or, like, for example, like, some dude tipped, like, 800 bucks the other night. Wow. So they let him sing a part of a song. And normally we don't let that happen, but in that, in the, given the amount of money he right. paid him. Because, like, technically it's a liability. Right. But, like. If someone if, they, if it's a prearranged thing, we typically allow. But if someone just hops up stage without saying anybody, like that's a huge no no. Yeah, I got yelled like, at once for that. Like even like we don't even let people put their feet up on the stage. Like that's a that's also a no no. Like if you're not on the band, you stay off pretty much. You know. Good. I, it it should be that way. It should because it's 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 like I said, it's a liability, but it's also a distraction to the band. I don't know yeah. why people think it's cool. They're like, hey, do you know? Do you know this one song? And we're like, no. And they're like, well, well, I'll come up and sing it. I hate people. Like, I've, that, he- that I've heard that like twenty human, times. This is my least favorite human being. Like, what makes you think that that would be all right? Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, it depends how much you would tip them, right? If some, huh? If your band <clears throat> and some guys like, hey, I want to give you fifty bucks. All I want is one song to play acoustic, and they're like, it's not dirty or anything. Just won't play it. Mm. You'd be like. Sure, give me that money. I, was, no, I wouldn't say for fifty. Like I said, this like it was uh, a couple couple nights ago. Uh, Todd Cameron was playing. They this one dude was there their entire show. Yeah, he requ- he requested something. I want to say like every other song. If by the end of the night well, he had reached like eight hundred bucks that he tipped uh, the band. That's why they let him. Like he I came mean, up, he's yeah, like, "Hey, can awesome. I can I sing a song?" And they're like, "Well, sure." You know, when you tip damn near a thousand bucks yourself, like that kind of gets you places. You know, yeah. you're not like saying, "Hey, you earned your way in." Here's a, you know. Here's a fucking Abe Lincoln here. Right. Let me up her and let me let me rip it. You know. I like, also it doesn't thi- work like that. I also think it depends like what kind of show it is. Like, if we did a duo at Docs, for example, versus full band at Old Red or Kid Rocks, I think it's a big difference. Yeah. yeah. You know. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. it kind of goes without saying. But I tell you, my my absolute favorite type of person downtown to request a song. The Freebird guy? No, definitely not the Freebird guy. But it's the guy that requests a song that obviously nobody's ever heard in their lives. Oh, yeah. Like, can you play the, the this yeah. w- Joe Schmo whatever and, and the Gang Hound Gam whatever two thousand? I don't know. I'm just making up words. Like nobody's ever album, heard of dude. it. That was a top like, seller. You don't know that song. How do you? And they try to song? make you feel you stupid be, for not knowing yeah, you it. You must be How do you uncultured. Not know every song in the world. <laughs> You're, you come down to Nashville and you don't know every single song? I think what's even worse is the people that get pissed about that. Oh, my God. Because, like, a lot of time, like, you know, bands will have, like, their Venmo set up. They'll message them on there. And, like, people, like, they will get upset if they don't know their song. Like, even, even if they're like, hey, you know, we know, okay, we don't know this. Let's say, you know, we don't know this Johnny Cash song. We'll do it. Yeah. No, we have no, like, four more if you want them. And right. like, some people get really offended by that. They're like, you don't know my song? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't have the audacity to say, like, oh, why don't you take it to another band and see if they can play it? Because, oh, like, the, first of all, there's how many bands play? I think there's, I think there's over 150 stages downtown. I'm, I think I heard that number. I didn't count. 
Um, but if one band is upsetting you, go to another you bar. Have plenty more choices. Go to yeah. another bar. Yeah. Um, but no, I think Stephen Paul said once, like he doesn't understand how a guy will just angrily stand there yelling at the band all night when he could easily go anywhere else. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. But it's like when you work in food, and obviously you're a better tipper, and people that don't ever work in food like might be kind of terrible tippers. Like since we work as musicians, you said you don't like to tip people. Yeah. Is that because you've never worked in food? Oh, I I know for sure if I worked in food, I would like immediately change how I tip. But like <laughs> I do, I do tip. I tip better now than I did when I was a kid. I'll say that. I know that for sure. Because now I, now I, like, hang out with people I that... Just, the way you said that, I just imagine, like, a su- you were, like, a super snobby 13-year-old, <laughs> you know? This fish is not good. <laughs> no, it was just cheap. It had n- nothing to do with, like, I, I wasn't even thinking of the concept, like, this, this guy needs to eat, too. This is his job. I'm just thinking, like, this $10 sandwich, I only have this much money in my bank account, right. so I'm not going to tip a lot. You know, thinking about me. Versus that person, and this is just how restaurants work. You know, if you don't want to tip, just, like, order in a way that you shouldn't have to tip. Even though if you go to Subway, now they ask for a tip for some reason. Well, it's just extra money because pe- people, I mean, I'm sure they they did the data when grocery stores started asking for, like, donations for the grocery mm-hmm. store to give to something. Even if somebody says yes, it's worth it to have it. At, do you feel bad for not tipping at Subway? No, because no. No. they actually get paid a decent wage. Well, I mean, not whatever decent is. I mean, it, it's it's, it's b- their job to make the sandwich, so yeah, like it's it, they don't, they're not getting paid like a server where you're getting paid like two dollars, two or three bucks an hour, and then your whole thing is on tips. Like right. they're getting paid a wage. Right. Let me ask you this: Then why should people tip the sound guy at Old, old Red? I well, see. I don't think it's like an expected. No, thing. it's definitely not an expected thing. It's the fact that you know you're having some like you know okay, not everybody does this everywhere downtown, but like tends we tend to at Roll Red like we tr- we tend to stick there with the band the whole night and get changes throughout their entire set. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, if, your if, job? if yeah, exactly. But like <laughs> I don't get it. No, like no, no, when no, you no, said so that, I was trying to go <coughs> through my head of like, all right. Like know. there's times where like we're, we can't be at the board, you know. There's just times where we can't because we have stuff going on on other floors. So like, when we have the, um, like when we had the staff to like just have somebody sit at the board, you know. That's like, uh, but again, like tipping is not. What that's do you not think you just explained to me right there? My job. Yeah. I thought we were trying to figure out what uh, the argument for tipping. Not that I think no, it's like bad, it's but it's, it's you're trying to. Make sure the band is fully taken care of, like the entire night, not just With, not just the set and forget deal. You know what I mean? Granted, the job is to like be able to make those changes, yes. but because yes. if, if sound goes bad, they're not looking at like the the front, the uh, back side of things. Like the fans, they might look at the band and be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. You know. But the people that understand it, <coughs> it which is going to be the whole house, are going to be like, "What's up with the sound guy?" Right. I get there. There are just some venues that I do want to remember me specifically. Like I'm the guy that came here, really appreciated you, mm-hmm. and yeah. gave you the tip. And I know I'm not expected to. He, the the dude, literally did not want to. He tried not to accept the tip. He's like, no, I. And he laughed at me. He's like, I get paid to do this. Like, 
I'm fine. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. But I just pushed it on him so he remembers me. I, I did it in Pennsylvania, too. I would tip the bar, and then I would tip the sound guy almost every show. Because I, I wanted them to like me, and I wanted them to remember and us to have a good relationship. And these were bars that, like, I really wanted to come back to. And then we did. They, it probably would have happened without the tip, but it's just something that I wanted to go out of my way as a professional. Like, hey, like, you took care of these guys tonight. Like, my family came to this show. They, they said that the service and the drinks were great. I appreciated that. And then, like, sound guys, like, whether I hired them or they were house or whatever, like, I would go out of my way to, t- like, like there, there, are, there are a couple sound guys in Reading, like Mike Santarelli is one, that I just want to keep that good relationship with. Do I need to tip everybody? No. But I just feel like it goes a really long way. I don't know. It's like buying drinks for your buddy at the bar. You don't need to buy your friend a drink at the bar. Why do you do it? be nice i don't know you tell me why, why do you to be nice question mark dot, dot 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 question mark <laughs> i don't know it's just it's if there's a better argument than just oh i just think it's cool like yeah that's cool i get it i totally listen i understand the thought process do you tip your barber <clears throat> no no uh, do you tip your barber actually yeah, yeah, i, I mean that's not that's he has long hair yeah, i do <laughs> I do. Can I, t- can, I, can, can I tell you how many times I've been to a barber? Yeah. <laughs> Rhymes with zero. <laughs> One hundred and zero. I tip my barber all the time, dude. <laughs> I, I always tip my barber pretty good because it's my fucking hair. That's true. Yeah. No, I do tip my barber. Yeah. Okay. It's Why'd you have to think that? about it? I don't know. I just... I don't know. Now I just associate it with the actual doing it. I don't tip like, Ubers, I will admit. Because I don't give a shit, like, as long as I get to where I'm going. But barbers. Hold on. This is just, uh, there has to be a different association because it's probably because you don't, you're most likely not going to have to see that Uber again. Are you, are you going That's back to the point, like, are you talking, like, tipping, like, waitresses versus everybody else? Is that what you're going off of here? Like. Uh, no, I'm just saying, well, the act of tipping is... Just the act of t- tipping in general. The tipping act of su- tipping yeah, is, sucks. is based on a service, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just don't... Okay, so why wouldn't the... Why... So if I make the sound guy's job super easy, why wouldn't he tip me? Because uh, he's... I, I, you know what? That's, that's very, not a bad point. That is a very good point. I mean, in all technicality, like the sound, the sound engineers are like an employee. I, I guess because the, building. the sound yeah. guy doesn't need anything from me, and I need something from him potentially every two minutes. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. Like, that was a good that, one. That, yeah, that's yeah. a very good point. Because, like, <laughs> no, what's the give and take, you know? Because yeah. if it's yeah. an easy, like, the acoustic act that went on after us was solo. Like, we had a f- five-piece acoustic, and then the guy after us was acoustic vocal. Guaranteed he got his level, and they didn't need to pay any, any attention to him the rest of the set. So, yeah, that was obviously a lot easier than us. 
where like there was problem with like a pack or like I needed I needed tweaks in my ear throughout the show. So yeah, he needed to do more for me. Um, Yeah, just that courtesy, you know stuff. But we have we have stuff that goes you know along those same kind of lines where like the band's picky or whatever, and then you know like a pack guy or something they don't they they usually don't tip. Hmm. Usually, ones that go smooth are the ones who tip. Yeah, I mean, like, I as I was giving the guy the twenty, I was thinking, like, yeah, I know there was like a little hiccup here and there, but I still wanted to, like, I don't know, be that guy, just because I care about this. Yeah, like I, I went so far, like in Pennsylvania, if I was going to stay there with the group I was, like, the bluegrass group I was with at a time, I was starting to put together a list of people I wanted to send gift baskets for Christmas. That's good. Idea. Like people that gave me shows, like That's Butch, just, yeah. Butch Imhoff, R.I.P. Or uh, Rich Johnson and um, who else? There were like four main guys who gave us most of our shows that were like different events, private events, festival slots. And I I, like wanted them to like, I was like 23 years old and I'm like, I'm going to start sending gift baskets for Christmas. It's a nice idea. Like it's a good idea. (laughs) Dude, people are going to remember that shit, dude. Right. Like they're going to be like, oh yeah, Tony, he's the dude that sent me a yeah, like, basket, hey, you know, we like might we might be late and really messed up at some of our shows, but remember those cookies in that gift basket? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, that's that's just a cool thing to do. Yeah. Now, like, it's not expected though. Right. I mean, like, why? Like, fuck you! You didn't buy me a damn gift basket. So why my, should I work with you ever again? So my dad will build a custom home for someone. Could take years of planning potentially, depending. Sometimes stuff could happen quick, but most of the time stuff's on the drawing board for a long time. There's so much back and forth, countless hours, building a whole freaking house, and at the end of the house, and still get him a gift basket, leave it on the kitchen table. Why is he getting them a gift basket? He did all this work. I mean... But they hired him. Yeah, and it's like technically... Wouldn't that technically be considered like a housewarming gift or something? Is that That's almost like expected. Okay, here... A gift basket on top of a house? <laughs> it's their house. Yeah. It's, their, well, like, I mean, it's a way. It's like, it's like a, it to them for free. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. And you, Well, but here's the thing. Typically, when they go smooth, there's gifts both ways, right? Like, here's a gift basket. Oh, well, here's our way of saying thank you, even though we already paid for the house. Like, just like, well, we'll, we'll take you out to dinner. Like, it's a dinner. Like, you just paid all this cash for a house. Like it's a drop in the bucket, but it's just I think like that. You're repaying for their time. Like it's. I think it's just the idea, the concept. Like, is anyone really like dying to have an extra five dollars? No, but like an extra five dollars to, like, here and just to show, like, it's a gift basket. I can buy myself cookies, but like, it's just the idea. Here's a gift. Okay. Right. Yes, Garrett. Is <coughs> that fucking smile? I don't know what he's gonna say. So. What is the extent of a gift that you would consider a good gift um, other than money? So, like, if I brought in what – okay, let me – it's rememberable, okay? Think of this. <laughs> I am I make ba- cinnamon bread or, like, banana bread or something. And, you know, I'm just a guy trying to do the thing. I don't, I don't want to – Necessarily give any of my You're money a baker? away. He's a baker. He's no, a baker. He's, a, he's a cinnamon bun yeah. maker. Cinnamon bread maker. <laughs> Only makes cinnamon bread. Cinnamon bread. <laughs> okay. 
And do so not instead... call this man a baker. You will get offended. Yes. I'm an artesian. Okay. Now, what if I, I came in and gave the sound guys loaves of bread? I fucking love that. Would you I, like that? I literally, <laughs> yeah. I literally gave <clears throat> these two old guys a guitar lesson one time. They came up to me after my one set with that bluegrass band. <clears throat> and these two old guys came up to me after, and they said, we love your playing. We're starting to play the same kind of music. Like, at our age, we're, like, retired. You know, and it's, like, our fun thing. I was thought it was the coolest, coolest guys. And they said, would you be willing to kind of, like, come over and help walk us through some, like – basically a guitar lesson and i said sure go over had a great afternoon with the guys and they didn't they told them like we kind of agreed ahead of time that we were just going to hang out it wasn't going to be a formal thing i wasn't going to charge them for the lesson we were just hanging out and they were great guys but at the end of the day they gave me two loaves of bread i'm not even kidding and i just remembered this so i'm glad you brought it up and one was like a whatever pumpernickel i forget what the other was some kind of sourdough and, like, the it's loaves of bread, you know? So going off of what you're saying, I did really appreciate that. I think, uh, like, as you were talking and as we were having a discussion, I was thinking, like, all right, what else could I bring? Because other than monetary value. Um, now, if I brought two loaves of bread to Old Red and give it to the sound guy, I don't know what they would think. <laughs> doesn't matter. Be like, what if you just said, hey, look, I just really appreciate you. And, yeah. um you know, I don't have money to spare, but I'd like to give you what I love to do. You're going to remember it. You're going to remember yeah, it. If, if it's like, you know, handmade bread, you know, like that's what's, he, what's he going to say? He didn't tip me money. Give me this fucking bread. No, I don't like, think he wouldn't be pissed because exactly. he wasn't even expecting the tip. Exactly. Right. Now, if you tip your waitress with a loaf of bread, <laughs> then you have an issue. Here you go. This is what you gave me. You know me. what? Here's the chicken piccata I didn't eat. That was too dry. You can have, that's yeah. your tip. <laughs> you, you, ask her to, you ask her to go box before you pay. And just give it back. <laughs> <laughs> ask, what, you know, get their name, write it on top of it, and hand it to them, you know? <laughs> like a fucking half-eaten panini. I know you, you know? work at a restaurant, and you never get food. You so. probably... Love the food in here. <laughs> Why don't you have some more? It's on, the, <laughs> it's you, on me. You gave me this recommendation. You can eat it you as well. You must really like it. Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what What would be the extent? You can't give somebody a goldfish. They would remember it. Oh. How awesome would that be, though? Like, every show we go to, we're like, guys, thank you so much. We got you each a goldfish. They that, would remember They you. would remember that. They would probably name their fish out there. At that somebody. point, you, just, you gave somebody an inconvenience. Like, Well, I think a goldfish is okay because you can gift it. You can re-gift it or like, you know, I hate to say you, you can just get you, rid you, of it. You, yeah, but you intermittently give somebody stress. You can get rid of it. What am I going to do with this before it dies? I think a goldfish would be better than like a like – a, you seen Kicking and Screaming? Yeah. Will Ferrell, the I soccer movie? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. He gave all of his uh, all the players on the soccer team finches, birds, as a gift, and they were like, "We have to keep these." And he's like, "You get to keep them," yeah. but like uh, that's an inconvenience because yeah. you can't just flush a bird. Well, I mean, you wouldn't want to yeah. flush a live goldfish either, would you? Would you? You can do it. No. Yeah, you can do what you want, but like, no, I'm not flushing a fish. You wouldn't flush the fish. He made me feel bad for saying. Yeah. Well, let me ask. So, yeah, what 
I mean, at a certain point, it's just the thought, right? The thought mm. that's counting. I don't know. But at that point, you just go up and say, hey, thanks for what you did. Appreciate oh, it. Oh, man. <laughs> what a terrible thing that would be. You know? Like, if the sound guys were doing were doing it for tips, like the bands were. Yeah. Now, I know some places give, a like, a, a bass pay stuff. But then I totally get it. Yeah. But I necessarily, like... That's why we, like, I, that's why I don't, I'm not really surprised that Rex tried to refuse it. Because, like, we're getting yeah. paid. Right. You don't have to tip us. Well, we've, ta- some, we've talked about that specifically before. And it was something yeah. I did in PA. Um, so, I don't know. But, yeah, like, like Garrett, what you're saying, like, if they're only working for tips, like, is it just the contract labor for the day? If that's the, if that's yeah. the industry you're in and you want to take care of other people you work with, specifically in that dynamic, like, I don't know. I get what you're saying, though. It does make sense if you're – it makes sense if you're trying to be even member. Do, like, little things. I'm not saying any of it wouldn't, like, any of it sucks. What amount is too low? Oh, like, I, I mean, I, I could even so – I think it depends on when they're get, what they're getting dollar, paid. Right? Right. I wouldn't give them, like, $2 seems – really dumb like keep your two dollars two dollar bill okay that's that is different i will take a two dollar bill but see then you also got okay what about giving them like we have a lot of canadians come in they tip their canadian money like loonies and yeah the loonies and coins or the the coins and the and the the paper money i gotta say when anyone says loonies it sounds fake as hell it's loony and toonies yeah (laughs) it sounds so but see like okay you're giving somebody money that they're not gonna be able to spend unless they you know, they go to their to bank. The bank yeah. Go to their bank. It's a chore. Yeah, it's a chore. I have, I have. Uh, so is, but, but is it, is it insulting? Because you're still giving them money. I don't it's know. That, I, get, like, I have pounds and euros from the trip I took to Europe when I was 17. God, he keeps up. Every chance he gets, he brings up his Europe trip. Did you notice that, Matt? What? Every I, I single how chance. How often have I talked about every this? Every single chance he just brings it up. I mean, like, I be lying if this is the first time i said i've heard it you know like i never bring it up every single time he just brings up remember this trip i went to europe and oh my god and every time it's a great story Tony. where where did i go if you've heard it so many times (laughs) you're gonna tell it again so you might (laughs) i've never said this (laughs) no i've never heard this i've never heard heard this either (laughs) this is actually very interesting It was a school trip. It wasn't even that cool, and I spent the whole time chasing this girl. So it was a, it was dumb. That's all uh, I remember. Um, was it where Germany or uh, Germany, Spain, and France? Hmm. And I didn't give a shit about it. <laughs> I just wanted to hang out with my friends. Wow. Um, but yeah, we well, so like I had change in my pocket, and I, I forgot to get it converted, and it's been in an envelope in a box in my room for like. Since I was 17. Yeah, that's not an amount you're like, oh, I need this right now. I don't even know how much it is. It could be like 80 bucks. Is that worth it? I'd rather just have the coins. At that point, I mean, they're being displayed so well right now, you said. So. <laughs> in, in, <laughs> in an envelope. <laughs> no. I, I mean, would yeah, it's like, but it's not, okay, going back to, you know, what what amounts too low. But if you're in another country, isn't it different in another country? Like, don't they... Isn't it more acceptable I think I'm to the U.S. dollar? Among, at, at this point, we're really talking about service um, 
like sure. what's like what's the difference between just a low tip and insultingly low? It's like a tipping a waitress a cent. Oh. Like you're not tipping them nothing, but it's nothing right. really worth. You go it. out of your way to tip that little. Yeah. It's yeah. an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Okay. But like going back, like as far as like musicians go. Well. Like. Well, right. Bec- hang on, because you're supposed to tip your waitress and your bartender, right? Yes. You're supposed to. But people that you're not supposed to tip, now it's a different game. Like, he's not expected to be tipped. So if I tip tip him a dollar, a sound guy, who's getting paid pretty well to do do that. um, At that point, it just doesn't make any sense. Right. It's more confusing. It's not insulting. It's just confusing. I mean, I'll take a dollar. (laughs) I'm not going to complain. But, like, I'd be questioning why. Yeah, like, hmm. Okay. Thanks. You know, know, like <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Like when I heard you guys say about tipping the sound guy, I was like, I understand the concept. I just don't understand the outcome. Is really I, so I would more understand tipping you. like a lighting guy. What you say? I, w- I, d- I would understand more over tipping a lighting guy. Ooh, because it's like a craft, and you got to be attentive. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Because like uh, we have a guy who comes in, and who usually he throws money to whoever whoever's running lights, just because. It's not we, – we, we have Ooh. one dedicated lighting guy. Good, I would do that. Yeah. But, like, half the time, lights are just set and standard. It's not very often we have somebody come in and actually do it, you know? All right. Yeah. I'm trying I mean, to think of, like, someone – like, another weird guy – like, unexpected person that you would tip. I'm trying to think of something else. Because you wouldn't normally think to tip a sound guy, right? But, like, who else wouldn't you expect, like, all right, I'm going to tip that guy? No, the lighting thing, where I come – where I kind of relate it would be like a bartender and a bar back. Like if that bar back's like hustling ass, like giving new new cups, whatever, cleaning the old ones, taking trash. It's like immediate. She doesn't like she or he bartender doesn't have to ask for anything. It's just done. He knows it. Mm-hmm. That's a typical like act. But would it ever be reversed where like the bar back ha- tips the bartender? No, because they make less money, essentially, is what you're thinking, right? Mm-hmm. So then why, collectively, I would think, I don't know, what who who, may, who would make essentially less money, the bar or the band or the sound guy? I feel Honestly, like sounds – Yeah. Honestly, it depends. It, it can depend. But, like, yeah. you know, going back to the, the lighting thing, like well, – like, if you have somebody who's good at running lights, that adds to your show. So, like, tipping them that, makes sense. Yeah. But, like, like you said with the sound, like, that's what we're there to do. Like, we're not going out of our way to do, you know. I think it just comes, to me, it, it goes along the line of tipping somebody to do the job that they're getting paid for. Exactly. That's why we don't even. Yeah. Like, it's not something we do. I, I totally understand that more money makes you memorable, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. It's not something like it, like the fact that we're you know sitting there doing sound for them and getting the levels and shit. That's not an unexpected thing. That's what we're there for. Yeah, you know, we, well, when we run them water, that's what we're there for. Well, now I think about it, I feel like maybe I tipped too many bar staffs like for gigs I played in PA. Like I, I know it was just like a good move, and no, it's never going to look bad to tip, right? Yeah, but like as the band. I forget why I started tipping the bar. It well, I would tip the bar 
when I hear good things about the bartenders, like their service, getting food or getting drinks in and out. So because it does two things, it makes them more money, but makes our fans. Okay, that makes sense. Because if if the bartenders and the drinks suck at at a place, like I think I remember my my parents would like review the drinks at places that I've played before. Like, oh, the drinks were great. I'm like, oh, they couldn't make a freaking whiskey sour. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I mean, I'll say it out loud now. I don't tip at Bernie Bridge. Oh. Bernie Bridge is, how many times have we brought, like, tons of people and nobody? Like, everybody complains. It takes it takes me X amount. Like, it's fine. I understand it's not necessarily the bartender's fault. It's that you have, you have a ridiculously shaped bar mm-hmm. where... The the problem is within they need more bartenders. Like if you they could make if realistically if you think about it, they could probably make close to double their money if they had an extra bartender. To to set to set the scene here though, like I don't know if anyone's really packed Burning Bridge like like Garrett Schultz has. No. Like right? Garrett <laughs> Well no, I'm I'm being serious. Yeah, like, I, they have. I'm sure there has. I don't know. I I I've played Burning Bridge with with you know several times with not just you, and uh, it's always a good show. But like the last time I played with you, it was fucking insane. Last time we played there, I was really surprised. That was super happy. It was insane, wasn't it? Yeah, like so. Like there was no room at all. So so hot. (laughs) I'm glad I didn't need to (laughs) go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but, like, I see what you mean about if they were just to hire another bartender. But like, put it on the other side. I don't know anything about. I've never attended a bar. I don't know how many people you can, like. How many people can you fit in certain types of bars to optimize? And that at a certain point, you're like, well, this is just the best we can do because you can't just keep putting. Bar- you can't have twenty bartenders behind one small bar. Right? Yeah, and then on your slow days, you're way overstaffed and losing money. At well, that I mean, even for one event, like like uh, day before Thanksgiving. Typically, bars will have extra, yeah. yeah, more. So you would think they like it's not. They know what kind of crowd we're going to bring in. That's that's all I got to say. If it's, if nobody wanted to drink, like I'd be like, all right, whatever. Then because we're not making any money off of yeah. drinks, we, we already we we're got our rate. money off the people that do drink though. Mm-hmm. That's the system. What do you mean? Well, the system is the more they drink, the more the bar makes money, the more happy with us. But we can essentially uh, profit off them being drunk from selling them merch to make them tip. Well, okay, yeah. So I could see like if if on a on a slower day they make X amount, and when we literally pack the place wall to wall, they make like the same. Obviously, it wasn't our fault. Yeah. Like. We ha- we gave you the most amount of people you've ever had in there. You could have made more money if you had a better staff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and this isn't necessarily just Burning Bridge. It's, it's sure, a, sure. It's, it's just yeah. a, it's just an example. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, just funny. I for, we're, we're just talking about tipping, right? We're yeah. talking back and forth. Yeah, because you don't see the bar. That's a great one too. You don't see bartenders tipping the band, and they're the ones that brought. He's a business. That's another good point. Yeah. Yeah. It's it we we've never this you know, I'm not gonna call any 
uh, I think I, I think I think I got one tip once really? from from a bartender that said I was great and the fans were great and they I got he like, earned a lot he earned a lot of money that day yeah so I've gotten free drinks I've never gotten tipped by a bartender but I have gotten free drinks I got I got one, I think I, I remember one guy I get free drinks but that's necessarily you should never as a band. I do this as best as I can. No one booking shows, but you should never have to pay for a drink. You shouldn't go crazy in order the whole bar, but like two drinks at a minimum should be. Yeah, that should be kind of paid. expected. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this level, at levels before it is what it is. You just got to mm-hmm. bite your tongue. But yeah, at this level, if, if you're not getting, if they're not able to provide for you like two or three drinks, it's. Yeah. Tony, do you still have that drink ticket from the Balloon Festival? I do. I'm going to use the it. shit out of that next year. I haven't used it. It's right here. One free drink. Wow. Cheers. And it, it's not, not specific at all. <laughs> it doesn't say what bar. There's no you time You should just like, walk into some place one day and say, hey, can I use this? I yeah. haven't tried it yet. Next well, you have to video it. You next time I'm, I'm at 1230, it. I'm going to try it. Because hey, uh, I paid $18 for a Bloody Mary last Saturday. And yeah. we were playing. They're... They cover they cover light beer though, so I got Just a light beer. I yeah I, I got a Miller, and a Bloody Mary, and he says okay we'll comp the Miller but you got to pay for the Bloody Mary. I'm like all right how much could it be? What wait did they they told you this afterwards? No, but as I ordered. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I was there. Like, they but I, I, I didn't ask how much it was. It was fantastic, but I've had. I've had bigger and more decorated Bloody Marys for half the price. That's very true. Do this. I mean the Broadway. <laughs> the Bloody Mary at Oren in the airport is fifteen, but it comes with a hard boiled egg, a biscuit, and like, <laughs> and ba- and like bacon. Yeah. You know, like this came with a stalk of celery, <laughs> this tall. They just <laughs> they just like broke it off of the thing and shoved it in there. And I'm presentation. I, just, I pulled it out and I'm like, what the fuck did I do with this giant thing of celery? And I threw it on the bar. <laughs> like splashed everywhere. That's great. Yeah, I don't know, man. I did eat the olives, though. So what is the uh, so what's the other one? So we, it was wrong venue, insane fans, insane fans. Yeah, we got like we got more to go. Um, dangerous malfunctions. Have you ever F- been really three. hurt? You've been really hurt at a show. I'm trying to think. Matt, I mean, we, seen, we we've both slipped getting yeah, back on the stage a, before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had his guitar. Uh, I don't know if I had a guitar on me. I, I, I might have, but I can't remember. I was in the middle of soloing. I didn't miss a fucking beat either. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I paid for that with my spine. So <laughs> good. Guitar was fine though, so that's all that matters. Hold on, we're interrupting Tony. No, it's fine. I'm just trying to figure out when I can talk to my parents. What? No. Hey. You're trying to figure out what? When I can talk to my dad because he got out of surgery. Oh, what did he get surgery on? He had like a like a hernia. Oh, okay. So it's he, he's all right. He's just doing That's a recovery good. one. Um, it's usually a one day thing. Yeah. Yep. I need to know more. <laughs> what do you mean? Now that I just want to talk to him about it. Oh, okay. But yeah. um, I'm trying to think of any time I got really hurt. I know I've like just like cut myself on something stupid, or like pinched my hand in a mic stand. Mm-hmm. Um. Gotten a bad sunburn through a show. Bad sunburn? Because <laughs> I was like, it was an acoustic set and I had shorts like this. 
and my knees got sunburned. Oh yeah, <laughs> I looked ridiculous. Bad. If we ever got hurt, I don't think I ever gotten hurt. No, emotionally, yeah, but not. <laughs> yeah, not emotionally, that, that, that's that's all the time. That we we've kind of come to expect that now. Yeah. Um, what were your early gigs like? Like my, it's hard to differentiate like. A, a really bad gig at this level versus when I was a, like a teenager throwing up like a really shitty small speaker. And we didn't even have PA heads my first I don't know how many gigs. And they were they were bad because of that reason. Not because of like we were horrible, but just because we weren't loud enough. Yeah. Those were bad gigs. It was actually like when I first started, that was one of the things that got me into like wanting to run sound because the chick I was playing with had her own like setup, oh. and her dad was running sound and had no idea what the hell he was doing. <laughs> and like it was like it was bad, like it was bad. <laughs> so like I got to the point where I was like researching how to make it sound better because oh. I, I didn't want that reflecting on me because like I was like 15 at the time, and I'm like I'm not I I kind of want to do this. I'm not I don't want to fuck around with it. You know, so that kind of that's kind of what got me into that. That's why I went to school for that. How old were you then? Uh, when I started playing, I was fourteen. Like out. Have you ever seen her down here? I have not seen. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen her down here. I've so, I've seen her. Uh, Lauren and I went to Assembly Food Hall and she was playing. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, no, I've not seen. This her is yet. the the first person you ever played with mm-hmm. in PA. Mm-hmm. Now she's here too. She's been here for a minute. How did you get hooked up with her? So I – you know Mike Mails? Yeah. So he, uh, Trampus Free is his cousin. That's my ex-brother-in-law. I see, I see. So I did a thing with his band at one of the My Roll Radio Fests. Like I was, this was, I was like 14. And, you know, they had me play guitar for him, you know. And then Kayla was also there. So okay. we played there. All right. That's how we got kind of got hooked up with that, and we kept going after that. Um, I, I played for, with her for like two or three years, I want to say. Oh, okay. So yeah, three. I felt like it was more. It was probably close. Yeah, it was like on the tail end of three, so it was yeah. probably closer to four. So. And then she moved down here, or what? Yeah. 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 After that, like, yeah. Then I went to college. Hooked up with. Uh, Fell in love. Oh, no. we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah, met Mike and Elliot. Played with them for a minute. That's kind of how I got met you. So, you know, that was the basic path. You know. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what do you think about the global warming issue? <laughs> you know, I'm glad you. I'm glad you said something. I was really waiting for you to, you know. Yeah. Hey, I, I wanted to get that. your story. <laughs> what was my story? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We can talk about global warming later. Wait, what was my story? But my no, story I want to know what your early days were like. Yeah. I don't know anything about like your start. Is that why you brought up global warming? So you don't want to talk about it? Uh, oh no, I just <laughs> <laughs> he just really wants to talk about global yeah. warming. Okay. I feel like I keep switching legs when you switch legs. <laughs> I stop doing that. Man, I don't know. Uh, it depends. <coughs> what? What you want to consider early days? But my first shows were open mics, and then um. Yeah, I had they, – they were just in, you know, PA places. They were in little restaurants, you know, that had, like, maybe 40 people at max. Um, and then 
Yeah, they were duos. It was my, me and my buddy Casey, and Casey uh, could play no lead, but he learned quickly for me as best as he could. And then Ahmad. <laughs> I always forget that you play with Ahmad. Ahmad played drums. We'll, we'll say percussion for me. <laughs> and uh, Did I know that? Probably not. I, Yeah, it was uh, kind of wild because at first it was with an electric set, electric drum set. And then he would play – the electric drum set came with a speaker that he would just hook into and he'd play through that. Yeah. So we we had that and then – uh, Casey eventually went to bass and I played guitar and it was very makeshift, very terrible. And I, I really want to thank everybody that came out during those times <laughs> because for them to sit through that means so much to me looking back now because it was awful. I cannot only, I can only imagine what you sound about like. Um, yeah. I mean, but look at where you are now. So yeah, it obviously worked to an no, extent. No, it was it was great. Um, I was so happy that people came out. Um, yeah. When did you? So when did it like the shift in your head go from like, this is just something I'm like I enjoy doing right now to like oh you know what? Um. Probably should have been. Uh, like when I went full time, is that what you're saying? Or like, yeah, I mean, ho- however you describe, like, um, just trying it for fun versus, no, I'm going to do this more, or like, oh, I'm taking this seriously now to full time. Wherever, w- was there ever any kind of shift in mentality through that from then to now? When it took away from my time coaching, because um, I know. I know the the attention you need to give to the kids to help them, you know, learn ice hockey, and I really like doing that. Uh, but once once I noticed that I was getting to enough shows, um, to kind of that it took my time away planning and other stuff took my time away from teaching them. I I think that's when I was like, all right, I need to choose, and I'm not getting younger, so I should probably take on the music route because I can always go back to coaching. I mean, there's doors open down here for me that if I wanted a job, I, I can take it. But Did you ever get tipped as a coach? No. <laughs> it's curious. That was great, dude. That was great. <laughs> I had a joke, but I was like, it's uh, too raunchy to say it on here. Wrong kind of tip? I'm not going to say anything, <laughs> Tony, all right? You're making cut. Like Give me in trouble. No, yeah, once it took away from, from that, because I was really passionate about coaching, but I knew um, it just wasn't something that I, so I could do. Like, was it a choice like that, or like, did you have like some moment of realization? It was like, oh, shit, I could make money off of playing music like full-time. I'm just going to do it. Uh, no, you Cause don't. Because like, the way you made it sound is like that choice was more like reluctant. Well, I mean, ideally, it would have been awesome if I could still coach and play music. And you, you essentially can, but... You, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm just, every moment since I've been a full-time artist has been spent uh, wisely, right? But it is it is nice to have that freedom to think of things and think of things to progress and, and make your own where 
mm-hmm. if I'm coaching, I do I my energy and mental focus is more on making sure these kids get better and, and what can we do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a time. So no, it wasn't reluctant. It was just you're saying that energy coaching takes away from your energy for being honest. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't necessarily reluctant. Uh, All right, to go. It was, it was kind of. Um, Actually, so we were on a. I was on a Nashville trip, and I, uh, I mentioned something to my GM at the at the time, and then like I was on a trip down here, and I get an email, uh, from the owner, and he's and he was very sweet, or like these buddies basically like, it was him and Will, I was thinking conducting an email, and it would be like, I think you've gotten to a point where, in your music career, where. It's all, it's affecting, and we've talked about this, but they're like we see that it's like it's probably best for you to chase this dream while you can instead of going after coaching because coaching will always be there. So I thought about cool. that about the that things I've done in my twenties, like from you know building real estate code officials. You know, it doesn't it like very old people do all of those things too. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. don't have to lift. Like anything to do those things, but yeah, th- there are there are very old musicians here, but far less, even less on Broadway. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm I'm very thankful that I was able to build something up there well enough to that it can still support me down here, you know, um, financially, so I can do whatever I need to do uh, down here. Like I can be midday in the evening in the morning whenever i can mm-hmm. make it um so i'm thankful for that uh yeah i don't know it's just it was it's just the right timing it's kind of just what it was yeah it worked out then you miss anything about pennsylvania i just wish that there was less people less people yeah hmm. there's a lot of people down here dude i like That's it here Oh, I like it here too. It's I feel like, like where we can, where we live, we can avoid that. I mean, yeah, you have to work. Yeah, downtown. Is in the like middle of it, literally yeah. in the middle of it, on third. It's it can be a lot sometimes. Like that area is like that's where everybody goes to leave Broadway. So like, you know, I'm almost glad that Old Red closes a little bit early. Yeah, because it, it, it just it it's crazy the amount of traffic that goes in and out of that city. Yeah, <laughs> like for sure, and they want they want to have the World Cup here too. No way. Yeah, the I would never. That will never work. <laughs> one of the girls at Austin knows her name's Katie. She is uh, now a part of like their city planning stuff, and they put a bid in for. Is that like for the like the they're wanting to rebuild the stadium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, a multi-purpose stadium. Yeah, like literally tear giant. down the one that's there and yeah, build another one. They're building that ascent and hope hoping. It'll be, you know, super funded by the World Cup. But could you imagine? Like, they would have to get that second part. You know how they want to extend Broadway over the bridge? They would have to get that second part up pretty damn fast. Yeah. It's wild, man. Even, like, when they had that Grand Prix the other like Grand Prix that and was Titans game. The Titans. If yeah, you imagine yeah. the Titans game, like, on steroids, that's what the World Cup would be for, like, how long is World Cup? Three weeks? Four weeks? I, I don't know. Freaking know. But they're, they're, I'm I'm thinking, you know, Broadway gets torn apart when, you know, when the Red Hot Chili Peppers were here. 
like I just feel like it was crazy enough that weekend, and it was that's just one band one night. If you're talking to, about a, an event bringing people from Billion. all over the world, yeah, it would be to insane. to five blocks yeah. on one street. That's the problem. Yeah. It would get torn apart. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not. Bi- like no offense to Nashville. Nashville is not that big as far as like where where you're gonna go. Yeah, it's just that the infrastructure hasn't been updated in a hundred years. So ever. like yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. So well, like it's impossible for them to do it now. Yeah, they waited. Think it could. Yeah, like the growth happened. I think too quick. Mm-hmm. But people aren't people saying that like um, that Nashville is busier now than ever, and like it like after COVID. Sure. It's kind of wild. I mean, it was still pretty even. It was still pretty busy even during COVID. Yeah, I was here during COVID. I first think this is what's going to happen. They're going to have a chance when they're rebuilding that other side. They're going to have such a great chance to actually construct it and kind of put in that, the you know, city con- uh, what civil engineering that needs to happen on that other side. It's going to be so much better, and people are going to be like, uh, yeah, "We're going to spend all the time on that side of the river," and then this. This side, yeah, there's a very, I see what you're saying. There's a very solid chance you could kill that other side of Broadway, like, yeah. But I mean, that's decades of work to do that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Maybe twenty. Uh, We'll say twenty fifty. We'll come back. We'll watch this podcast in twenty fifty and see how accurate our predictions were. Yeah. What is uh? Hold on. What what was the other one? What's after? Oops. Or oh, like they got hurt, like uh. Yeah, because yeah, we were talking about injuries. Yeah, it's a great tangent. I love it. Uh, communication breakdown. Well, I feel like that. I mean, could we could be, we could spend a, <laughs> a whole podcast on communication <laughs> breakdown. <laughs> and so. uh, names that we shouldn't say, probably. <laughs> what are you going to say, Garrett? <laughs> I'm just thinking like we ju- we just had like a big communication. Like oh yesterday. yeah, that was fun. What happened? Well, it's just a uh, whether it's like acoustic versus full band. Oh, but that hey. wasn't on. But then you saw it. Hey, what? Uh, speaking of uh, Oliver, what? <laughs> <laughs> what happened with him this weekend? Oh. I didn't even see him. I he, he came I down literally just he to. Was he was um, fixing the registration on his truck because it, it like they rescinded it up in PA. Yeah. So we had to get his truck and everything registered down here. Yep. That's all. How long was he here? Friday to Sunday. Friday. Well, like late. It was like three in the morning Saturday. Oh, so yeah. They were they weren't here for long. Uh, I see. Yeah, I barely yeah. saw him either because like, yeah, I worked all weekend and then like the they were they went to church Sunday, so. The only evidence he left that he was here was this much milk. That's all he left. That's yeah. <laughs> all. It's mine now. Church on Sunday. <laughs> It's on my shelf. Can you believe Oliver goes to church on Sundays now? Or church in general? Good for him. Great. Yeah, he does what he wants to do. As long as he's going for the right reasons, God bless him. What are the right reasons? God. (laughs) (laughs) What are are, are the right reasons you go to church? (laughs) I think more, moreover, what are the wrong reasons you go to church? What are the wrong reasons you that can go to church? That could yeah. be. There's obvious reasons why. Well, to it. All right. If you're not going for you, and if you're if you're just going to like, I don't know, if you're going for any other reason than worship, 
like honest worship, then yeah, I really hey, appreciate. Did you know? Uh, sorry to interrupt. No, I was um, just answering your question. Did you know that uh, that priests were the first ones to uh, spread the word about sanitizing sex toys? That's why they created baptism. You know, there was a lot of things I was expecting you to say. I'm gonna sit this one out. Oh, did that- you just hear? Did you even hear the punchline? <laughs> Damn it! All Wait, right, oh, there, was a, there was a punchline? Listen. There was? Okay. Shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> Did you know that priests were the first ones to, like, really promote sanitizing your sex toys? I did not. Yeah, that's why they created baptisms. I wish I didn't hear that punchline now. Do you even know what it means? I, I Tell me what it means. I'm not fucking saying anything, dude. I don't think you got it. Cause I, you, I don't have it. You don't have it? Nope. They fuck kids. Yeah. And kids are the ones that get baptized. Oh. Not really sterilizing them by putting (laughs) holy water on a kid's head. I think at this point it's overthinking it. What? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's clever. Technically, the pH of the baptism water is not conducive it's for water <laughs> it's not sanitized it's not alcohol <laughs> it's water clean, cleaning sex toys then i would have sure <laughs> try it again let me hear it no wait, this is all no, <laughs> i know i'm just saying <laughs> yeah anyway so what was number four? Oh, oh communication yeah we're talking down. communication like How? let me try to think of like the worst one. Oh, I can't say the worst ones. There's so many. I've had so many. Of I these. think the biggest ones just being like when you're supposed to start. That's like the biggest for me. Or who's or what's to be provided gear wise. We can almost break this down into categories too. Yeah, right. There are th- like we've had a s- like several occasions where we like we've been recently asking for drum risers, and they're like, "Nah, man." Well, no, yeah, we can get you a drum riser, and like, "Nah, man, can't get you one." Well, it turns out we can't get it. I mean, <laughs> which like, it's fine if you tell me right away, "Hey, we can't get it." But if you're promising up to the date, that's why I put clauses in. When you show up, yeah, that's why I put clauses in in the rider now. But yeah, so stupid. Because you know what you're supposed to be providing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's annoying. It, 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 like, the more and more we do this, the more and more I realize why Van Halen did the, was it the green or brown mm-hmm. M&M thing? Like, yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. Like, it's so petty, but it's like, is it really? When you're, like, expecting things and it doesn't go, like, no, we're not, we're trying to go off of things on the on the. On the when I line. think of how ridiculous contracts are, like, how about my lease agreement, for example? Our lease agreement, 40 pages long. 40 pages long. That's insane. But, um, or like uh, for the sale of a home, like your typical (coughs) contract for the sale of a home. I think it's up to like 18 pages, I think. And I initially I get upset. I'm like, why the hell is it this long? But then, no, you think about it. Every line in a contract is there for a reason. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. like every warning label. Like, Mm -hmm. Like people that make capes for children to dress up put like does not actually make you fly they have to put there because like people get hurt it's stupid there was nothing saying that i could not fly so therefore <laughs> i tried now think of how many lawsuits I, they got now i have no all legs. i just want to say is that tony seemed really attached and he went right to the cape idea as if this was a is there something it, you, do you want to is there something <laughs> you want to talk about he's like nope. and you know what these damn companies <laughs> 
They finally put it on. Now I know. <laughs> now we all know, and you're welcome. Guess you know now how why I have this scar <laughs> on my arm. Yeah, uh, terms and conditions that everybody hates. Yeah, for a I reason. think I think communication wise is just being late to something, and uh, yeah, I don't really, I don't really know communication wise. Like, it's usually sometimes it's either between the venue and the band or the band in internally. Yeah, it's when there's like too many middlemen stuff starts going wrong, you know. Hmm. Yeah, so you know, sense. you know. Like I said, just we know. Down communication. We know. Yeah. We're trying not to allude to the thing that just happened. <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that it's definitely a hard one to talk about. It's too, yeah, too soon. Too as soon, soon as you get specific, you're throwing people under the bus. <laughs> yeah, and then the next chapter is nature. Nature. Is there a band called Garbage? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, Con- this is like Mother Nature's Wrath. Yeah, garbage, yeah. concrete blonde, Death Leopard, Fitz and the Tantrums, George Winston, Tower of Power. So Mother Nature, Jeff. I mean, any outside gigs are given. Although that one is super memorable, mm-hmm. just because it was. Yeah, m- we're in Tornado Town. If you're a band, Tornado Town. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a band and you haven't had to deal with weather, I'd. You know, I want to know how long you've been gigging. We played, uh, Matt wasn't a part of this one, but if I was here, he could tell you that there was a show we did um, in Slippery Rock, PA. And we did three shows. It was, one was in this bar, it was like Mountainside Brew or something like that. One was in this like little, very fancy venue. Um, And then one was at the college bar called Gingerbread. And it was insane. However, the one bar, this is for New Year's we were playing or something like that. It was somewhere close. I can't fucking remember. But anyway, these guys, it was like the mayor wanted us to play outside. And we were like, okay, if you provide heaters. And they provide little, like two little propane heaters in front of us that didn't even keep any of our gear warm. Ooh. And so Ollie's symbols, most of the cracks in Ollie's symbols are from that show. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, oh. it's insane. it was so bad. It was really, really cold. That, that sucks. Yeah. Like, that's terrible. Oh. Oh, geez. I played a festival once where they had uh, heaters blowing on stage. But it was just... Making my acoustic guitar, this was with a string band, it was making my acoustic guitar confused. Like, it was constantly going up and down in pitch. My my G-string could not get in tune. And then, like, to the point where people from the crowd were coming up and being like, I think your G-string's out of tune. I'm like, you don't say. But I was tuning, like, three times during each song. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just consistently. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a lot. No, it w- that was... That was like the worst, like cold-wise, I had to deal with. Have you had any like cold weather problems? I'm trying to think. Because like, I mean, obviously I wasn't there that long, but like since then, I don't think so. Because we haven't really done too much. Not too many winter things. I got another one from Reading. Uh, Reading. Reading. Oh, okay. Reading, Pennsylvania. Um, it was in the park. 
and um, I don't even think it, if it was anyone's fault, but um, there was an event in the park, and um, we were first in this lineup, and it was just, I don't know the event or what it was for, or I forget who else was playing, but we were first as the string band. And um, so we take the time, set everything up, sound checking. It sounds insane. Like, it sounds perfect. And um, so we take five, regroup. All these people show up, and it's fantastic. Beautiful weather. Everything else is perfect. And as soon as you go to hit, like, a first big note as a band, like, we hit all these stops, like, bam, bam, as a big string band. We hit the third note, bam, bam, everything shuts off. <laughs> everything shuts off. Too much like, power. Oh, <laughs> we've had power issues, that's for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, we've definitely yeah. had power issues. Yeah, that sucks, man. Where was the most oh, recent, man. do you think? Yeah, I just had one with Mike when we played the... Like that marathon deal. Mm. Oh, it was yeah, literally yeah. just as a duo. We hit one chord and yeah. blew the circuit out. But like we've definitely had issues with that. Like yeah. trying to run things off of one circuit that's not beefy enough or you yeah. know. A couple times we've had that happen. Do you know like your like um how much power you need to power everything? I know a rack like a rack's like what, one fifty, one sixty? I don't know. Like, I had no idea. I usually just ask for two separate house circuits, but if you can, if we can, um, that way if one blows. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Like I know, like the QSA thing is like under 200 watts. Um, I don't know about the, hmm. like the subs or anything like that. I do not know. Yeah, I've heard of bands that like wire in their own shit. Like they'll take they'll take apart the panel. Like if they know that they're not getting what they need. Mm-hmm. Really? Specifically, they they will take apart the panel and like just wire their shit in there, like straight in. That's a lot of power. What the fuck are they bringing? Well, it depends on how like a house is wired or like how a venue is wired. Like if it's sure. not equipped, yeah. Like if it's a venue, I can't imagine they wouldn't have like proper electrical. I mean, it just depends. Well, on their, yeah, if they're engineered right, then yeah. No, it's not an issue. But right, like, but you you know how many old places? There's still like a lot of old places or like uh, just circuits that are. I mean, think I of like Natural Palace circuits. The Natural yeah, Palace sound setup, the bolt, the you know the console on the wall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, but they probably have enough power. They just don't. Yeah, I mean, it's just pisses me off that downtown. Depending on the venue, I can't use certain pickups. Mm-hmm. A lot of places don't have their lights wired right. Yeah. Also, Natural Power is uh, their grid is not good. Like, that's why, remember when you said, when you guys moved in, you couldn't charge your phones? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was slow as hell. Yeah. It's because their power is, is uh, I'm assuming it's because of the influx of people mm-hmm. and the need oh. on their grid. But, yeah, it's always, it's very up so and So, like, down. mid-summer, all the, all the draw from the AC yeah, yeah. and stuff. It's that makes sense, because now it's not as bad. I just didn't even notice it. It's not yeah. as bad anymore. Oh, that's wild. Bill's definitely cheaper, too. So. Holy cow. Is it is it that bad, or uh, that good? I should say. Oh, now yeah, it's yeah, like it's a crazy difference. That, um, when was that first month? Like three, four hundred bucks, something like that. Holy yeah, shit. but it was also it was also the hottest month, right? Yeah. And um, it's when we turned the AC on, so it had to work overtime just to get up to temperature. And it wasn't even working. It w- and it wasn't <laughs> even working at first, but it, it, it even but bo- yeah, it was like it was running. It just wasn't. 
Right. It Plus, was you guys had two stores. You had, you know, downstairs and upstairs. Yep, yeah. in two different zones. Yeah. And the upstairs zone, Maybe the hotter one, units. we found out, and we had to run those units for a while, but we also found out, um, you know, about a month ago that the upstairs damper door, like, so it wasn't opening all the way. So not enough air was coming out of the vents, and it never got to temperature. So it was just running 24 hours a day since we moved in, nonstop, never getting to temperature, just staying on. So we compared it to last month where it finally started cooling down, and I realized what happened with the damper, and now it's fixed. But, like, the bill, like, on a chart goes down here. That's so dumb. That's unfortunate. There's just so many houses that, like, I'm sure all of them have a little something wrong with them. Yeah, and how would you know? Like, and they're like brand new. Yeah, yeah. it could. It was probably like that from the install, and like no one ever caught it. And it's you a six-year-old house. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Let's say you can't imagine how many inspectors do you have in a county. I can't imagine, or a city, I should say, borough. I can't imagine that they're all they're getting every single one of them. Yeah, you can't. Top to bottom. You can't catch everything, no. and, and it's it's rare that inspectors. Catch everything and someone's grateful for it. <laughs> True. I mean, I I never I never got rated for like mechanical, but I don't even know if they look at that kind of thing. Really? I don't know. Hmm. I I don't know if like it's the. Like I said, I never did it. I never got that. I never got uh, past that test. But I don't know if it's their job to exactly look to see that the damper is opening up the right way, or if it's yeah. just. I, I don't know. It's part of that inspection, to be honest with you. I mean, you think it'd be different between P PA and here? It absolutely could be. Absolutely process. could be. Yeah. So, Tony, Matt, how have you been? What's been going on? I'm good. I've been good, working. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. happy. How are you? I'm all right. <laughs> chilling. Just chilling. Chilling. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen you guys in a bit. It's been a minute. I know. What do you got coming up, Tony? Um... Well, later today I got to rehearse with Lexi because we have this. Um, I I forget the program tomorrow. Uh, first thing in the morning, I think it's like at eight thirty. Lexi? Lexi Sitters. Hmm. Um, we're doing three songs today on Nashville. I don't know how Quincy gets these gigs. Or I don't know how he, f he found her, but we're doing three songs. That's tomorrow. Um. I'm at Old Red again. Well, we're supposed to be at Old Red again next Monday. Oh, and then besides our Broadway stuff, like tomorrow night and then on Saturday. Hey, how many signed artists do you know that play on Broadway? The guy that played after us yesterday was on Big Machine. What was his name? I don't know. I got to find him. Because I know they just signed somebody that wasn't – he's not really country, but – I'll be honest, I don't even know if I'd know his name if I heard it. Is the guy that played after you? Mm-hmm. Solo. He was 35, and he's on Big Machine. Oh, Dan Smalley? Yeah. Mm. I haven't actually worked with him. There's a, there's a, I know there's way more independent artists that come through than sign artists, at least in Old Red. But, but that's, not, that's not saying lightly, like, these people, like, a lot of them have very good followings. You yeah. know what I mean? There are a lot of them are also tied to the voice, too. So the voice. We have a lot yep. of voice people coming. Oh, I'm, so. I'm sure, man. What? Yeah, dude. 
Uh, what? Blake Shelton's on The Voice. NBC pretty much owns everything Blake Shelton, or I sh- yeah, everything Blake Shelton are associated with it. Wait, oh, so you mean like contestants? Mm-hmm. Oh, or like you know old like you know ex contestants or even current ones. We had current ones the other the other day. It was a yeah. trio. There was a d- there was a dude um, that was up with Cody the other week at the Valentine plan. Um, he was in the top freaking twelve on American Idol. Was it a younger kid? Yeah, Petey Travis. I don't know. He's jacked. Oh, it's not him then. Hmm. His neck is like. <laughs> 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 nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can imagine like all those, all those uh, sync contest. I mean, well, they're going to end up down here. Where else know? are you going to go? LA yeah. or here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's how. Yeah. It, but like signed, signed. It's well, it's signed, signed. Yeah, it's like not independent, or you know what I mean. Like well, you, it, I mean. You can be signed to a label and still be independent. That's true. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's only technically there's only three companies that you're signed to that mm-hmm. you're considered uh, a labeled artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's a good point. Tony, you all right? Yeah, I'm sorry. I just didn't want to leave these people hanging. Trying to hit around tonight at a live oak. A couple people playing. Who's playing tonight? Um, uh, our one friend. I'm so embarrassed. I keep forgetting his name. But I'm not too tight with him yet. Is it Carter? I think his name's Carter. Yeah, it's Carter. Or Peyton. I keep getting these two dudes mixed up because I just met them both at the same time. Nice. But um, one's, one's that manager guy I introduced you to at Whiskey Jam, and the other is someone he works with. And they're the nicest dudes. And the, so they're going to be at Live Oak later, so I'm going to swing What's by. What's around called tonight? In the round? Oh, I don't know. Um, but I'm supposed to rehearse with Lexi at 4.30, so there's probably going to be some hang time there between then and the round. So it's going to end up like killing time downtown. Nice. Like yesterday, we were out all day. After, uh, you know, I left the house like right before nine. Mm-hmm. Got back at like midnight after pitch meeting and whiskey ra- uh, whiskey jam. Oh, Carter Smith. He's playing there. Yeah, some Josh Kaiser's playing later. Oh, he is tonight. Yeah. Some of these dudes are like brand new, but they're re- they're uh, super nice guys. Yeah, that's a good one to get in. In the in the round, yeah, I'm probably just gonna keep hammering out that one Nashville set list songs to know because I, there's a solid chance I'm gonna be getting tossed on one of the uh, like rotation lists for one of the bands because I ended up getting called up for a song. Did you oh, ask? Awesome. Did you ask me to send you a list and I never did? Was no, 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 no. I got, I, I got that. I did. They just sent me there. I mean, you about. see everyone play yeah, all I the d- stuff. You would probably have a better idea than me. Honestly, you want to know? What I think our the most requested song is at least in Old Red. Just take a guess. What do you think our most requested song is? All right, I'm gonna go on a limb. I don't think it's Wagon Wheel. I don't think it's nope. Freebird. No. Nope. I think I could say artist. I would guess an artist. But not uh, you talking one song. One song. Ooh. Got any guesses? Heads Carolina. Really? 
Oh, I would not have guessed that. Is it because it's like a new thing right mm-hmm. now? The one day we got like, and granted, this is just on my shift. I, it, we got eight requests for it. Holy cow. Yeah. I, I mean, like, That's between two bands. I'll admit, we, we got it requested yesterday. For the, and that was mm-hmm. my first request. It's either, and like, if you want to say artists, I want to say the most requested artist is probably Shania Twain. Oh, what? I would have guessed mm-hmm. Morgan Wallen. Me personally, I get requested a lot of Morgan Wallen. We do too. But like, as far like consistency, it's like Shania, Shania Twain. And that's even when we don't have like a I can't female even vocalist. Oh well, okay. Well, that's. But we do have a lot. We also have a lot of female vocalists that come in there. So. I would like to know the the top like top requested artists for female vocalists. Because what isn't it going to be the same? It's good. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. There's right? less, Miranda right? Lambert. Yeah, Shania Twain, Milan, like Miranda Lambert. Yeah, which they people love playing Miranda Lambert in All Red, which is funny. Oh yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> Because it's funny, if you go into Miranda Lambert's bar, you cannot play Blake Shelton. Really? Oh, that's <laughs> you, that is like. What if it's a request? Not allowed to. That's bullshit. From what we've been, from what I've heard from <laughs> bands, you're not allowed to. <laughs> the huh. only band song in Old Red is "Dick Down in Dallas." Yeah, I thought you said that. Wait, Why? what? That's what he said. Say that again. The only band song. I saw someone play it uh, three weeks ago. Really. Yeah, it was a weekend. My parents were here. I was flat out told like to cut people off when that song comes on. It was a request. They made that known, and I, I walked in with my parents to show them Old Red. And I was like, "This is where Matt works." And the very next song they play is "Dick Down in Dallas." Are you serious, Matt? Yeah. Are you spreading lies now? I guess I am. Who was I, it? Do I you happen to know? Mm, no, I I I can't tell you. Not because it's a secret, but I can't remember. No, t- I'm like not joking. Like my Adam was like, "Yeah, if uh, that song pops up, just like, you know, just kill it." Wow. Was it during the day? Was, oh yeah, was it night? after ten o'clock at night? No. It was earlier. That's an even bigger no no. <laughs> That's insane. Because I was out with my parents, so uh, we wouldn't have been out that late. Uh, mom and dad visited. Um, so last weekend, September to the first weekend in October. So October, I think it was October 1st. Yeah, I can look this up right now. <laughs> so the first? I think it was the first, um, probably second shift. Was it Alex Smith? Uh, do you, let me look up his shit. I don't think we didn't go downtown. Cause yeah, we were out all day Saturday. We didn't go downtown Friday or Sunday. Alex, and we're gonna Matt, put him on blast right now. What side do your buttons button? Like they're like normal. They're uh like snaps. You know it. Why? <laughs> like okay, it's you know they oh, snap that's a girl's jacket. What? Girls' jackets button. No, no, no. Oh. it snaps into the right side. Oh, so, oh no, no you're right. Yeah, yeah. The, but yeah, girls' jackets. That's are a girls' reversed. jacket. Reversed, yeah. same, same with their belts too. Mm-hmm. If that's a girls' jacket, it's a very nice girls' jacket. No, you're right. I'm trying to figure out how how they go in, but no, it makes sense. Yeah, it's not like regular buttons. They're like it's a snappy boy. So it may have been Alex. I feel like he's just it's such a common look, isn't it? Oh yeah, he's very generic looking. You know. Wait, let me see this generic guy. <laughs> Good, good looking dude, but pretty, you know, just like tall hair, beard. Yeah. Yeah. I, he, I, I don't know if I could, if I believe him playing Dick Down in Dallas. That's no. 
It may not have been him, so I'm not going to go out on a limb and say, like, oh, it was definitely him. He's the one that did it. But <coughs> what were we talking about before that? It was like most requested songs. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Last time I was at the Valentine, it probably eight requests of Morgan Wallen. <coughs> so, like, he a solid 40 minutes was Morgan Wallen. He does pop up pop up a good bit. <coughs> He's got a lot of fucking songs. <laughs> Cover yeah. me up. Um, if you're trying to name the, or you're trying to name the popular request, it's like whiskey yeah. glasses is up there. Whiskey glasses, is, well, that w- I think that's number one. Cover me up. Uh, someone specifically requested Seven Summers. Hmm. Um, hmm. Just a lot of Morgan Wallen. I love playing. I would literally, I would, I would do like a Morgan Wallen cover band. You call it, what would you call it? Morgan Mullen. Oh, I was gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Um, if, you had, if you had to do like a serious Morgan Mullen cover band, tribute band, tribute band, what would you call it? Morgan Mullet. Morgan Mullet. Mullet Morgan. I like Morgan Mullet. Mullet That's good. Mullet Wallen. Are you, hmm. are you admiring? Morgan Wallen. I'm, l- I'm looking at the name trying to think of something clever, but I'm not clever. <laughs> it's not coming to you. No. Yeah, I feel that. Morgan Mullen. It's probably the best one, I think. Megan Wallen. Our best song yesterday that we did was Chasing You, and we didn't even prepare it. Really? Yeah, just happened to go well. Probably just everybody knows it, you know? It's mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, how many good songs can the guy have? That, w- that one was handled with... Yeah. With... Uh, with finesse, I'll say that. Yeah. It's a nice song. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you guys think? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? We didn't, we did we didn't finish this. We can finish that another day. Yeah, we have any more chapters? What's the next chapter, actually, after communication goes down? Hold on. Let's do this. Hey, Quincy, you're on Garrett's podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> so don't say anything Sorry. stupid. Oh. <coughs> oh, this has been great. Wow. <laughs> the, I'll con- call- the level of content. We're, we're winding down. I'll call you back in a couple minutes if that's all right. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> that's my friend. That was a great com- That was a 10 out of 10 conversation <laughs> right there. Guys, what? Um, we're almost on the year. Like, we're pretty much <coughs> past that halfway mark on the year, aren't we? No. Guess not. Fuck. It'll be well, Descend- Des- December. Will June, be yeah, July, August, August, September. Almost half a year. You know? It's crazy how quick it's gone, honestly. I feel like it's taken for. I feel like we've been here for years. So much shit's happened. A lot of shit's happened, yeah. It's crazy. Have you guys been up back home and not had, like, a bunch to do or anything, but, like, realized how different the pace is? It's like, crazy. Like, it. Yeah. I think I'm finally at the point where, like, going home feels like vacation. Yeah. yeah you know? It's really fun. Like, yeah, we, ju- we finally got out of the, the vacation phase here. It wasn't. Yeah. It was, like, August still kind of felt like this is kind yeah. of a temporary thing. It's crazy. I, you, I feel that. You guys are more in the race, like, the rhythm down here now as far as, like, working and stuff. So I can yeah. see where you, you yeah, lose that vacation. Yeah, finally get into a routine now. It's like. Well, I, I got upset last <coughs> last month and a half, I wanted to go home and visit before Thanksgiving uh, between last time my parents came here, and I could not find a solid few days without canceling stuff. 
and that's my issue too, dude. And uh, my parents were like, "Listen, that's all right. It's okay." But I thought, like, I really wanted to go home. Uh, but at this rate, I'll see them in two weeks. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's it, it's going to have to happen. I'll have to cancel stuff, and I want to go home. That's true. Yeah. Like I, I've, I've been picking up a lot of extra stuff just because I'm taking like a week off for Thanksgiving. They were yeah. able to give it to me, which yeah. is cool. Um, but now when I go home, I I I try my best to not really do anything. I'm not trying to go home for. I mean, I'm obviously not going home for work, but I just want to spend as much time as I can with my parents and then come mm-hmm. back. I I don't know if I would go, like if my parents moved here, I I don't really think I'd be going to PA. Yeah, that's the tie to PA now. Just want mom and dad. Adriana's in Pittsburgh. Uh, but that's yeah, just them. I don't know. I just felt it. I really felt it the last time we went up to Hanover. Hanover's different too because it's even slower. But <coughs> yeah, it just felt nice to get away. Yeah. And do a PA trip and just to do nothing. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like when we walk around, it's just like no people. Yeah. I definitely, where are we going? Honestly, dude, I Nowhere. definitely notice a difference Nowhere in the air go. quality. Air quality? <laughs> even coming back from Denver. Like yeah. Oh, well, I mean, Denver. Denver's great, but, yeah. like, even going up to PA, it's like, oh, my God, I can breathe. Yeah. I don't smell, like, street juice everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, street juice is a good name for it. I was, oh, I forget who I was talking to. I wanted to make a scented candle called Nashville Air. Oh, dude. So no. with garbage. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible, dude. <laughs> that smells like hot garbage. That's Nashville. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's my, the, that's that's the my whole na- ad right there. It's my new Nashville candle. Yeah. There's like flies flying around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What now uh, with actual fermented beer? <laughs> it's different because like down, you know, down here you can basically go bar hopping really, really well. Where back home it's like you pick a place you're going to stay at the rest mm-hmm. of the night. Yep. So and then you, you got to drive. Call, yeah. If you make a bad call, you might do one more. But like. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But West Reading was like, uh, I enjoyed living in West Reading because you could just walk down the street. There were like, I don't know, I think 15 bars that you could get a drink at on uh, in a couple blocks, but there was nothing else like that anywhere close. Yeah. Not anywhere mm-hmm. close. You had to go to Lancaster. Yeah, I think Lanc- Lanc- yeah, Lancaster was like pretty much it because like even New York was kind of lackluster. Like yeah. you had a couple places to choose from, but like bar hopping, bar hopping. Yeah, it's just weird. But, you know, that's what you got to do. Jerk off cat food dog. Amen. You said it. Yeah, But it, feel, it feels nice down here to get, get your brain switched up, I guess. <coughs> no. mm-hmm. That's what vacations are for, man. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I haven't had a vacation in a long time. I think I've Actually, that's not true. <laughs> I went to Vegas right before we moved here. <laughs> oh, that's true. But um, I think that's the true purpose of a vac- of a vacation. And um, one of my old coworkers said, like, when you're on vacation, you you got to shut your shit off because then you're not really vacating, and like you need like mental recovery from your typical cyclical thoughts, the work rhythm of like being in your day to day life. It it will crush you mm-hmm. if you don't take that time away to have those breaks. So, um, I don't know. I feel like maybe I should take a break. Do you feel like you're getting burnt out? Oh, there was a – oh, man. 
There was um, at a really rough middle of the week, I think two weeks ago, I forget what was happening, but I was just in the middle of a couple um, couple different sets of material that were uh, really wore me down, and I didn't get enough sleep between one show and the next, and um, it's not like it was crazy, but I think I just got caught up, and um, I felt a little lost for a second and bogged down. Do you feel like you have a better understanding of what you want to do? Yeah, it's definitely um, it's definitely shaping. Um, it's shaped up better now than what it was. I mean, as much as we all say that we want to like um, get on a good tour, stuff like that, um, that's still like a priority because I still don't know if I would really enjoy it. Still don't know because I haven't done it. I've had these weekend runs where I'm filling in, um, but, and it's like a new group. And it's not crazy that it's like I'm a guy filling in, but so is the drummer, you know. So you n- you don't really know. Um, I like the Broadway work we have because it's predictable, especially when it's like with a group that you get good with. Then you know those guys, and it's great. Um, so I I don't mind the midweek Broadway stuff is is nice, but you know I I can't I can't like fill in consistently as much as we have been forever. It's too much time learning sets. For what you get paid to fill in, if you once you already know this the material, great. But like if uh, there's a and it's not often you get an artist that'll want to give you an hour and a half of like completely new material. It's not Broadway standards. It's not the Broadway of doing them. The it's like way. it's it's. It is not the Broadway. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the right way, wrong way, the Broadway. Yeah. Um, but which is totally true. But like if they give you an hour of the original stuff and then some covers you've never heard of. Like it just sucks. And um not for one show. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll do that at this point. Yeah, that for that thing I'd definitely have to be like a consistent day one. Yeah. I, I got an offer on a conflicting weekend. I couldn't take it, but it was two shows, two hours each. And most of it was Broadway type music. So if I could have done it I, I I may have. But um it's already if you're pretty familiar with the stuff. But no, I do not want to be doing the learning too much material for a one-off fill-in date anymore. I, I don't unless it's got to be like a, a great artist that I, I'll be dying to work with, or like dying to work with his guys, something specific. But not for no reason, you know. I just and I, I really don't even care about the pay at that point for what it's worth. So it's been great to be able to try out a lot of stuff in a short period of time. Um, and we, we talk about this stuff, like me, me and Quincy and Joe, we talk about it constantly, like what we're going through, what their experiences were, expectation versus reality and how, what we want to do moving forward. So it's, um, it's slow shifting and shaping, but it's, um, definitely, definitely changed. Cause day one, when we moved here, had no idea what we wanted, didn't know what work there was. Then we quickly started learning what kind of work there was getting the chance to try it and i'll be like all right not that but this for sure but we wouldn't know if we didn't do it so uh you know you got to take everything you can at first you don't know what's good you don't know what's bad been pleasantly surprised and we have been um what's the opposite of pleasantly surprised it's like let down underwhelmed under yeah yeah turned on it's crashed and burned yet we still have the house Oh yeah, you know everything's good. Yeah, it's all uh, it's all good stuff. Yeah, like nothing bad's happened. 
but that's that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you still want to move here or live here after a year? Oh, um, at this rate, I guess, yeah, like we started like thinking about it and talking about it and I'm definitely preparing for another year mentally. Um, it's still somewhere I want to be, um, forever. Maybe not. I, I don't like, I, I'm not, I'm not thinking about year three at all. I'm just thinking about possibility of next year. Months and ma- yeah, year, like a one year at a time. Yeah. There, there's no way I, I could like clearly say definitely year three. No way. Yeah, like, because like enough has happened in six months. Right. So like for, the for predictability, there's no predictability. Now. For all I know, my best case scenario could come tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You, I, you have, n- you don't know. And then, uh, I could get to experience that best case scenario in my mind and realize it's not for me. And then, yeah. then I'm going home, yeah. you know, uh, but, um, for right now, this work, this lifestyle is working. But, um, if I had put it this way, if I, if I was doing exactly this, I would not want to do exactly like exactly this in 10 years, you That's know, fair enough. it's All a, right. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it, it is a lot of work. Like I said, um, you know, you you can learn, you can get good at learning songs quicker. But at the end of the day, you realize how much time you're spending at the, you know, at wherever you practice to get up on music to perform them for a day, and then they're out the door. Um, now pl- sticking with uh, everyone wants a, a home, a good group to stay with. That's definitely uh, I feel like that's everyone's where everyone's happier. <coughs> Yeah, find something that works and then, mm-hmm. you know, ride it as hard as I can, pretty much. Yeah. I could see maybe if, I, like, I don't know about Broadway. Like, if I had, like, I know Stephen Paul's on Broadway damn near every day, at least during the week. I don't know. Like, most of the time, if I just happen to be out, he happens to be at Whiskey Row. So, like, you, you don't want to make Broadway your day job is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That wasn't what I was what I was gonna say is if Broadway was my day job, I try to think like, well, how could I how would I enjoy it? <clears throat> if someone told me like this is the only way you're gonna make money here and you're not gonna get on a good tour, how would I enjoy it? <clears throat> and I try to think of what what shifts at what venues I would want potentially and what with group. What with what group? Because I think there would be a You wouldn't you wouldn't have an issue playing like three or four sets a day. <clears throat> Oh, like um, full, like full time. No, 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 no. I, I don't even know if I could do a double header. My first one's going to be in two weeks. Um, and I'm going to be running from one to the other, but, um, one a day I, I could do, but not seven days a week. So again, it would depend on the venues, the guys and the shifts. Um, that's fair enough. But I don't know exactly what it looks like yet. There are some bands that I'm watching, and I'm like, ooh, I would want to know what this is like right now. Yeah. But like, my perspective is, like, the bands that, like, will come back to Broadway, like, they're, that's, like, their, their day job. And then on, like, the weekends or, like, their off time, they do, like, little micro tours and whatever, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. But right. I mean, it's their stable income. Right. You know? Yeah. I I mean, there's a handful of guys that I forget. I, I can't name them, but I think Joe or Quincy could say that they'll get off a tour, come back Monday, have like 
two or three Broadway gigs back on the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they're happy doing that, I mean, like, shit. Dope. Good for them. Yeah. But if they know they like it, that's what they have fun doing. There's nothing else for them. Like, that's, that's what they want. They're doing it. Dope. So, yeah, again, just to circle back, like, I guess I'm just trying to figure out if I like doing it for and for what period of time. I don't think it's forever. There's a lot of other stuff that I that I experienced when I was younger that I want to get back to. Like we were talking about like coaching and stuff like that. But I think music will definitely always a thousand percent be in my life. I just don't know what to to what capacity. Even if I move back to PA, I'll still be in a group somewhere, you know, for fun. Hell but yeah. I won't put up I won't put up with ever everything that I used to. Your tolerance for bullshit. Going <laughs> down some, hadn't it? The group's got to have an understanding. That's cool, though, man. There's some That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, if I go back to PA, I'm not, I'm not going to want to do a run to to Ohio, or maybe, but it's really got to depend. If I'm like, if I'm moving back from here, uh, re- there's way too many variables to say for sure at that point. But I'm just. I'm just going off. Yeah, dude. All right, sweet. Uh, let's do one more. Mm-hmm. End it right. Has living the dream, in your guys' opinion, uh, like has your definition of what living the dream is changed at all? I wish I, I could bring it back and tell you what you guys said oh, I, I know exactly what I said yeah I don't think my definition definition's changed not yet anyway I mean like like we're saying like we've we've only been here six months and so much has happened you know but I think we're fun like by this point we're fi- we're starting to realize just how much there is and how wow, just how many different ways things could possibly go mm-hmm. like even in a in a day's time mm-hmm. like i wasn't getting I wasn't you know expecting to be called up on stage to play a song you know and now I'm possibly going to be working be working with this band like that you don't know you don't you can't plan that <coughs> stuff so just think putting the perspective okay six months what's going to happen in the next six months and then the six months after that you know as far as you know living the dream I'd say that's you know, it's not going to, ch- that's not just like that and how fast things are moving. That's not going to change my definition. It's just going to, if anything, reinforce it. Yeah, I, I think my answer before was kind of mentally thinking, like, am I living the life that I'm, ide- that I find ideal? Um, like, if I paint a picture and say, this, this is my cartoonishly amazing dream life, mm-hmm. right? And how close I am to it. Um, that that is like my definition of living the dream. Like if you write that on paper, like wow, well this would just be perfect. Like to wake up and do this, whether it's for work or just like, you know, y- your job ends up being most of your life, right? That's what I realized when I was a code inspector. That like, damn, I'm spending like eight to ten hours a day in this office or on the road doing this kind of work. I'm like, hmm, there are pros and cons, but at the end of the day, that's shaping your lifestyle. That's what you're doing every day. So, like, you might like the idea of being a doctor, but do you enjoy being a doctor? There's a big difference. So, um, I think my definition of l- of living the dream is the same. 
and uh, every day uh, every day I try to think about what my definition of of that is and how it looks for me mm-hmm. and how close I am to it yeah because like mine is I just completely like no stress factors in my life like no stress no stress I feel like we all need a little stress yeah that's true but like that's my impossible you know okay idea you sh- of it so like well you could have no stress though it's yeah it's all it's all a mental thing you know well there's that but you could just get a really dumb easy job mm-hmm. that you know but see even now like for the first time in my life i have a job that i genuinely do not hate like even at its like lowest points we've had some but pretty low points and is know? there stress in that job to an extent yeah to an extent but it's stress but you want right yes it's, it's, the good, it's, it's not something stress it's, it's, you it's, can it's, handle. it's in the moment stress right like after it's gone it's gone it's not right something i don't take any of that home with me you know and it's is, isn't aren't they stressors you can kind of take pride in overcoming mm-hmm Right, yeah, so I, it, I feel the same like, with that. Yeah, yeah, like those, it's like those dormant things you got to constantly worry about. You know, yeah, like the, the stressors of being a musician are the. I, I don't want. I didn't want the stress of being in a courtroom, like at home. I didn't want that anymore. Um, but the stresses of prepping for a show and knowing if I'm going to play in the right key, mm-hmm. well, that I can handle. I can yeah. do that. But no stress. You mm-hmm. see, that's the thing. I think we like. If I had no stress, I would go crazy. Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, yeah, I just think stress is actually important, right? If to you're saying yeah. if you're saying you don't want stress, I think what you're actually saying is that you don't want you want to get to a point where you don't grow anymore. That's I'm not saying that. Well, you're not saying it, but you are saying it. I think he, well, we, we had a, we had a, that's why I needed clarification from him because I, I was like, but you do have stress that you enjoy, and he likes his job, so he had to say yeah. that. Yeah, and it, it is the stress that he's. Proud of so overcoming. what stress are you trying to avoid? I think it's the stress we don't want. Like exactly. I didn't want the yeah, stress of a courtroom. Yeah, there's that, that I did right. not just, want in my you know, life anymore. Like shit, like bills, and like just not having to get to the point where that's no longer a worry. You know, uh, it's just uh, a thing that happens. Okay, you that's know? that's or like good. you know, literally like any like your like imagine like your own like you know perception of your body or whatever. Like you want to be completely happy with every little aspect of your life, pretty much. You're not stressing to fix something. Hmm. You know. If if the bills are paid, there are definitely positive stressors, of course. If the bills are paid, that's I think like personal stressors, mm-hmm. like in your personal life, that's one thing. Like as long as your bills are paid and you're good and you're healthy, and your family's good and whatever, yeah. <clears throat> in your personal life, and then in a professional life, you have those positive stressors or any stressors you put on yourself, right? If you have personal goals like in the gym or like with the diet, or weight, yeah, um, different yeah. financial goals you're trying to hit. Those are positive stressors. Yeah, because at that point, they're motivation. I don't want the stress of being um, like in an office with someone that's terrible to work with and sh- stressing me out. Mm-hmm. You know, so there are different stressors. Can we say that? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. I'm just trying to get the getting down to it. Better. Yeah. Yeah, because it stresses what makes you grow. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm terrified to like. It would be equally insane, like amazing, but also hard, like terrifying. Like the lottery's at two billion right now, right? Yeah. That two freaking billion. Like as much as everyone says they want to win it, it's gonna tear you apart, man. Yeah. Like you, we're not built to deal with that much money at one time. It's gonna tear you apart. I don't know why. Why would it tear you apart? It's too much money. How? It's too much money. Well, it's gonna it's drive you crazy. It's gonna drive you crazy. No. It only drives the wrong person crazy. Sure. As long as you, like, 
plan what you want to do with it and not like you sure. know, spend I, all of it. In two I got days. a loose plan. Step one, I'm getting a therapist right away. I'm like, I need, I need some, I need some accountability. I need to be like, I make sure that I don't go crazy and don't do any dumb shit. Like I need like some kind of checks and balance system in my mind. Like I need something there. Yeah. Some non-biased party. With that kind of money, I mean, (coughs) there's a whole new bar (coughs) ball game. Yeah. Literally like going from Pennsylvania to Nashville. Like you're not going to get acclimated until you understand what that lifestyle entails. Yeah. the difference between people who make a hundred thousand dollars to a million is the same jump from a hundred million to a billion. Like you just hmm. live, there's a completely different life. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, don't you think like they, like it, that goes away? Or what dollar amount you think that goes away? Well, it depends what you mean <coughs> by what. Uh, like, is there any amount of money you could give like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos that you think would really change them? No, because I think at, at a certain point, it's not the money, it's the resources of what they can use. Yeah, it's, there's, yeah, like, is it gonna there's change definitely your diminishing life? returns right. on, like, just money. Like, you will t- pick a homeless man off the street and give and give him the lottery versus if Elon Musk wins the lottery, it's, I don't even think it's going to do much to him. Yeah, it's very... Diminishing returns, I like when you say that. Yeah. Stress is good. That's why I stress I, is good. I, I know, like, I know we all think, you know, uh, that you know, vacation you want to have stress free, which is it's true. But I think, you know, it's just if you're in vacation mode all day, all the time, it's not bad. It's not necessarily bad. You just have to be comfortable. Be like, okay. I'm okay with gaining a lot of weight <laughs> and dying quickly. <laughs> it's called being disciplined, you know? You just got to... Well, discipline is stress. Yeah. It's true. Um, yeah, yeah uh, doing Sober October was stressful. Yeah. To a degree. It was stressful at first. I was like, felt awkward. But then by the end of the month, I was like, no, oh, yeah. I went from being embarrassed saying, like, I'm doing a Sober October to kind of, like, taking pride in it at the end of the month. Like, no. Dude, only three more days. That's cool, dude. But you know, it's not like Garrett, where he made the lifetime decision. I was like say, I, I've been sober, or I was sober 29 years. I know. 29, no, 30, 30 in three months. You know? Do you but forget how old you were? Just generally, like, that's not, that's like, how many people can say that? Probably a lot. I think, I mean, but I think more t- than we know. Yeah, that's a good point. But your like average today, man in America. Yeah, in today's culture and everything. We're not like, talking about a weird society that doesn't have access I mean, you're to You're alcohol. not a monk. You yeah, know? yeah. Well, I was but. for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> this next 30, I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think it is um, uh, just funny because those things that you try to take out of your life um, – must be completely different when you don't even let it in, you know. Yeah, well, it would be like, I guess having sex. It, that's really the 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 was the only thing I could relate to is having sex and then, um, being around a bunch of women and then be like, I'm not gonna have sex with you. Like it, it'd be extremely difficult, you know. That's the only way I could I could really see it, because for basic training and stuff. You don't you don't beat off or anything. Normal people, I'll say. Some people sneak away to the bathroom, but there was like 16 weeks where you just didn't even think about it. You just went to bed, and you know, 
But then after that, when you got the AIT and you mixed them with the females, you're like, all right, game on. Hmm. So I remember the first day when I got to Oklahoma, beat it so far. <laughs> it, I was like, this is this one's for me. So this one's for me. And then, you know, treat myself nice. They gave me a room that didn't have a roommate in it. Um, yeah, it was great. How do we get to that point? We're talking about stress. stress That's right. Yeah, okay, yeah. Can yeah. I just point something out? That one session meant so much to him, he remembered it this many years later. You're not going to not remember that. <laughs> He's I got remember, a picture I remember, perfect memory of the whole setup. Yeah, I remember the next, the very next moment I had sex, too. It was, it was great. Um, Damn. Felt so good when I, I did it with my penis. That's a good song. It's the ha- yeah. Doesn't matter how have sex. I wish, I wish I could, I want, I want more memories like that. Like, just random memories. You know? That's why I didn't like working at Kraft. I didn't have, at a certain point I was losing memories. Uh, yeah, like three years later, I'm like, what really happened that was that memorable? Yeah, there. Oh man, so I heard somebody talk about it, just like that, where you they were talking about memories, and it was like around 25 ish, you know, in between like 25 to like 50 or whatever, you start to not make new memories because you don't implement anything new in your life, and you don't take time either for one reason or the other, but. Your life just becomes kind of a blah from 25 to 50, and then you start getting into this new realm of your you don't have kids um, anymore or, or whatever they're doing their own thing. So then you start to make new memories, and yeah, there's a, there's a conven- there's a uh, countrywide lapse of time in in that section. Yeah. See, I think something like that would drive me insane. You know. Well. You like, say that. Yeah. But then, like, I forgot I say I was going to drive me insane. So just, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, when people say, um, you know, the years they just start flying by. Yeah. Right? It's the same reason. Right? Yeah. But um, so when I think of, uh, for me, the years that went the slowest or periods of my life that went, that felt like they were longer, like right now, when I moved to college, when I moved home from college, when I moved into my new apartment and got a new job, like when I made these drastic changes to my life, who I was with, where I was every day, like this move we all just went through, I feel like time's been moving slower yeah, in perspective. Not for me, man. Like, really? I felt, okay, so I feel like college was like 10 years ago and we moved here like last week. That's kind of like, what? The, yeah, that's literally like, that's kind of where I am right now. Like college for me took, felt like it took forever. And then, this is a whole lifetime. Yeah. And then, like, the difference between then and, like, like I said, when we moved here, like, hmm. we've been here a week, man. That's what I feel like. You know? Like, it's just, the, at least, like, you know, the difference in how time's been moving for me, at least. Okay. So. What about you? How long has it felt? <laughs> we've, been he- we've been here the longest, so. By, like, two weeks? Yeah. We've been here the longest. Oh. Feels like an adequate amount of time. Adequate, he says. Adequate. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it feels like any more or any less. I think. I think it just you you're exposed to so many new things, and it's exciting because it's it's if we went to Philly, 
if like we were all just like let's move to Philly, it wouldn't feel as good because we're not chasing what we want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is a place where you can chase uh, down your musical dream, and so it's it's, it's more exciting. Right. I, like, how many people have you met here that aren't in music? Yeah. And they're just like, no, I'm from Oklahoma, but I just love Nashville to yeah. be an accountant. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's different. It's a surprising amount of Canadians. There are, there are a lot of Canadians. How m- hang on, quick question. Um, of all the tourists that you see, where do you think the most are from? Pennsylvania. Okay. I definitely I've seen a surprising amount from PA. Where else? And Canada. Like yeah, Canada, Ohio. Like I get a lot of Ohio's. I always see fr- people from. Yeah, I say, where are you from? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. lots of Wisconsin. Yeah, Michigan's another one. Like, yeah, a lot I, of older places. Are I rarely hear California. I, I was just saying, dude. They're already in California. They don't want to leave. Yeah. Well, yeah, nerds. Yeah, it's um. I know. I think about it often because, man, when we, when we went to Denver. I was like, I was just thinking about how nice it is to make these new memories, and what are the memories that I want to make? Like, what what's the direction that I want to go down? Do like how fun would it be? And these were just ideas that I was thinking in my head. Like, how fun would it be to just have a day job, you know, and then on the weekends just play literal dive bars or you know, like cover band gigs just for the weekends, like, and just go from state to state and just do that. Um, I thought it'd be like, that's fun and it's rewarding in its own and you see a lot of places, but then I go back to, okay, what am I learning here in Nashville? And it's that I don't want to be cover band. I I can do it, but it's not, it's not what is going to feel fulfilling to Mm me. What, is going to feel fulfilling is obtaining those goals that you that like you want to do with your own music. You think part of it plays into the whole stressors thing again? Because like you already figured out how to be a great cover band and get great gigs doing it. Like you already did that. Not, that, not that it's like done, but like you've been doing it well, and you know another mountain to climb is like you know the mountain of mountains. Really, you know, building your own artist. Yeah, it's that. Um, Diminishing returns, you know, is that when you first started being the cover band, you're like, oh, this is sweet. This is what entertaining is like. And then you find out how, what it feels like to do it with your own music. You're like, oh, this is even sweeter. Ah, you know? okay. Uh, because I, I thought about this, too, is that if I quit music like today or, you know, whenever, I would not feel if I quit me, if I quit being an original artist, I would quit it all. I would pick it up every now and then and maybe help out when I can, like with somebody coming up or if whatever, if they need it or if I they reached out, but I would not go back to music because I can pick I would want music to be fun and I can always pick a job that is going to pay me more money and shit and that and then I can focus that on other parts of my life, like raising kids or something. Yeah. Um, and then just, uh, but I wouldn't want to add, I wouldn't want to do the cover band stuff, I, I don't think. Hmm. I can't imagine, like, there's a, like, 
you know, the, the feeling of watching somebody, you know, like how you have no idea who they are, like sing your song. Like there's, there can't be much that tops that. Oh, dude, yeah, we've I've talked about that with uh, Noah. Is like, and we came, we were just talking about our own podcast, and we're at the same time we're like, that's when you know you've somewhat made it. It's when people request your songs on Broadway. <laughs> that's so cool. Like, that's what's up. Or like you know, walking into a random bar and they're playing one of your songs. You know? Oh man, yeah, like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. But uh, I guess to go along with what I was saying is that um, when I when I asked you like do you think about like if you think about uh, moving or whatever after this year, it's that I mean for you guys it's probably it's obviously a little different but like man you can do what essentially what I'm doing uh, from anywhere yeah and mm-hmm. not I mean it is there's just. Uh, it's such a – there's so many things you can do and so many ways to go about it. There's no right or wrong way. And when you really think about it, you know, life's a video game. And it, who are you trying to spend time for or time with? I'm trying to spend time with and for people that want to spend time with me and make memories with them. Not necessarily do I want to go meet somebody that I know I'm trying to play the system, play in their head of like, oh, hey, I want to w- work with you. Let me Let me – compliment you and i do i understand the need for conversation like small talk conversation but that's the game you're really just trying to get them to be like okay what's the deal what do you want to do right i i I don't know i don't see the i don't see the genuineness in that it's hard for me to to it's hard for me to relate with to to really want to do that because i'm like this is all just fake right at the end of the day it's just fake. You're trying to get something they want. Why not like work so hard that they're like, I want to work with you and you just cut all the bullshit? That's, that's a hell of a way of looking at it, dude. Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's better just to go with the bullshit and become a professional bullshitter. Or I mean, that's what most people do. Now, some but people like if you can get past that, then yeah, that's the thing. It's probably get, better to get past getting it. Getting past the fact that you it's kind like, of yeah. – yeah. You need to play politics. Yeah, it's either getting over the fact that you need to or just getting really, really fucking good at it. I don't think there's an in-between. I mean, th- there's even, like, a politics to what we have to do, man. There's just, like, more opportunity for the musicians. But there's still politics for everything in business. It's what kind of game do you want to play? What kind of stressors do you want to welcome into your life? Well, that's what I've talked to you about, you know, or, or both of you, like, You guys necessarily haven't had to choose your own way yet. No. You kind of, Tony kind of is, but like, so I think, I don't know, at some point, you you have to decide whose game you want to play. And if it's not yours, then it's not yours. But man, it's a lot more fun to play your own game and make what you want. And I've offered it to you, to you both a few times of doing more things actively on this side of things, but I do understand that's it's not everybody's thing. But I guess that's what um, it's one of those like it, when when you get the rewards on this side, uh, they taste so sweet. Now it's really fucking hard, but it's one of those things. It's it. I think in life you're gonna. I know in life if I if we make it to a 
great point. It's going to feel so sweet to do it on my own terms. Then, I don't know. I, I, I battle with that daily. So not daily, weekly. Trying to figure out what game what game is the best to play. Yeah. Well, I think, like, I, what I like is that you're talking to a bunch of other artists to get their opinions, too. Because, like, like I've, I've had the luxury of being able to play a bunch of different kind of gigs and know what kind I don't want right away. So, the you know, the sooner, like, like anybody can figure out the game they want to play and how it's played and, you know, for the, like, these long-term decisions, you know, the better, the sooner the better. It's tough. I'm just mumbling. Yeah. No, it's just weird. It's just weird sometimes. Because what it comes down to, what everybody's really saying is how much money can you make me? <laughs> that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. It's just money. End of the day, that's what it is. Yeah. And that's what, from the artist side, my goal is to, obviously, to make as much money. As you, everybody's job is to try and make as much money as they can. Yes. Regardless of what you're doing in any field, yeah. that's just the end goal. But let me tell you this, Matt. Or let me ask you this. When we went to Colorado, yeah, was that fun? Yes. That's something I wouldn't is mind doing it, all the time. Is it more playing? Is it more fun than playing Broadway? I would say for certain, dude. I mean. So would you? You would want more of those opportunities, mm-hmm. right? Oh, absolutely, dude. Broadway is Broadway. There's like I think it's just because there's such a high saturation down here. Like you can there's where my question is going is that if you both know that that's where like I know obviously you weren't in Colorado, but those special gigs or whatever, if you both know that's where you'd want to be. What is – it feels like it's harder for you guys to be like, that's what I want to do and, like, push towards that. That is definitely what I want to do. The thing that's tough for me right now is that I have to worry about paying back my student loans. So, like, I need something stable. Yeah. You know, that was my goal getting down here and getting something somewhat stable but not – Settling for something that's going to make me miserable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, could I have gone the same route that Tony's going right now and, you know, freelancing? Yeah, I could have. Yeah. But the opportunity got, you know, came to me. So I was like, No, I'm why not putting, in, in oh, no, no way no. am I putting down. Oh, I no, think, no. I no, think I, the journeys that you guys are, are taking are probably meant for you in one way or another. I just, it's just get. Gazing if, into the mind. Yeah. But if, if we ever had the opportunity to travel like that, like, consistently, dude, <laughs> there'd be no question. And, like, I've already made that apparent to the people that I work with. If that if I'm, you know, if an opportunity is presented to me, yeah, I'm out of here. And they're like, yeah, that's totally understandable. They get it. You're you in know, Nashville. Yeah. Like, that's just, that's the thing, you know. I'd be down for it right now. You know, if that was the route we were going to take tomorrow, you know. What do you think, Tony? 
what? Uh, I don't know. Like, um, I don't know. Everything Matt said about traveling and road gigs, or I, I, I agree with it. Road gigs are great. You get to, you know, see the country, hang out with guys, and play music. I mean, that is why I'm trying to do what I'm doing. And while, like, I'm willing to fill in with a group um, to go somewhere random with random guys and play random music. Because um, I get it. It's fun. Yeah, that's true. Okay, for real. Uh, thanks for coming over, guys. I'm glad we did it with the three of us. Yeah, this, this, is, was, this is cool. It's a good dynamic. This is de definitely cool. Yeah. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Tuna.